Damn, but I will say, the second I said hot dogs, y'all fucking judged me. <laughs> oh, God, Did you lose your goddamn mind? I'm either gonna drink to be happy or drink to be sad, but either way, we're I'm drinking. Gonna drink. I'll take you guys to New Jersey as a matter. Happy Friday, everyone. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. My guest yesterday was Kyle Owsley. If I can keep saying that right. Um, he's He runs uh, Golden Ink, which, uh, which is a, a custom shirt, screen printing, and graphic design place. Uh, you can find more info at infogoldenroadinc at gmail.com. Or you can uh, give him a call at 510-252-9100. We had a great conversation yesterday. We went from all kinds of stuff. Music, uh, to how him and his wife met. Um, Talked about uh, ghost adventures and, you know, haunted places, ghost towns and all kinds of shit. It was a, it was a good, it was a good conversation. It flowed really well. Um... Before we get to the to the show, I want to tell you about our sponsor on the details. Are you looking for a complete transformation for your car? Do you want to support a small local business that takes tremendous pride in their work? Then you should look no further. Because All in the Details puts more pride in their work than any of the chain detailers. All in the Details offers several packages that suit your wallet. So regardless of the package you choose, All in the Details uses only the finest products that put the competitors to shame. Uh, if you want to completely reinvigorate the natural beauty of your car, then contact all in the details. Go to njpadetailing.com, facebook.com slash allinthedetailspa, or check out some of their good work at instagram.com slash allinthedetailspa. And that's only available in the New Jersey Pennsylvania area. Now, let's get on with the show. Hey, what's happening everybody out there in the podcast world? Welcome to the show. I'm with my friend, Kyle Owsley. Did I say that right? Yeah, you got it. All right, cool. Even though I just asked you, but... You I know, like that little uh, the intro. Did you uh, make that? I did make that. So I have to make all the music for stuff. Um, I made that a little while ago, but... Some music beds. For yeah. Keep the flow. Yeah, it's like, uh, I'm trying to do like two intros. Like I said, I have like a an intro to the show, and then an intro to the conversation. Okay. Kind of, I guess, right? It's a little like... Uh, what want to say segue I don't know if that it, that might be the it, yeah. wrong term but segue into the conversation so, yeah because I, I have like a method I'm trying out so I'm like I'm like show I do a little commercial for my friend who sponsors the show I talk what I give a little uh, synopsis of what we talked about okay. give or take you know and then you know say what, what you so do so you do some post editing yeah so it's, you know I'll talk tomorrow before I post it and then I'll you know give people like a little briefing of what what happened during the show and then there'll be like yeah. a music break so it's not just all 
It's not all just us talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a little... <laughs> Some I mean, substance to it. Right. There's a little bit of a substance and a little bit of formula to it. It's like writing a song or writing a show, like, a, you know, whatever. But it's uh, it's fun. I try to get, like, a soundboard so I can get, like, you know, not necessarily farting noises and that kind of shit. But, <laughs> so, you know, but, but like, if I want to record something with my voice or something and being like, what a turd, and, like, hit it, yeah. like, while, like, we're talking. Are you talking, like, a dream sequence? You can yeah, have some, like... Yeah, you'd be like, dude, I had the stream, and I can like just hit the button and be like, you know, that kind of shit, which would be, it's super old school radio, but, you know, I figured that would be cool, man, so, so what's up, dude? I appreciate you coming on the show, man. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me. Yeah. I've never been interviewed or really been on a podcast. I know, I mean, I never really interviewed people, like I said, it's not, it's just hanging out, dude. It's not an interview. It's not an interview, but it's questions finding out about each other and other people are listening, like, if we were... Basically, just at the rose, fucking bullshitting yeah, and absolutely. having a beer. Uh, speaking of which, uh, we'll start. You want to start strong? You like? How, you like to go um, higher in percentage, or are you a lower kind of percentage? Well, kind of this guy? is uh, my first beer of the day, so let's have something a little bit lighter, I guess. A little bit know? lighter. Yeah. Uh, I have the. Um, I just got a uh, <clears throat> Matt. Uh, you know Matt Bright? Yeah, yeah, for sure. He gave me a can of uh, the Fieldworks Orchard Street last night, so I figured. Yeah, what is we that? Can share that, is that one. Uh, Amber? It's, uh, no, it's just a, a hazy IPA, like Delicious. a North Coast style. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I figured we start could start that. with that. Yeah. Can't go wrong with Fieldworks. No, it's one of the, you know, these these new wave cans. And he was at the brewery, I guess, uh, the other day because they opened the new one in yeah. San Mateo. Yeah. So he was at that, I guess, and he stopped by uh, the Ale Arsenal last night, and he picked up some other beer, and then he gave me a can, and I was like, oh, these are cool. It's like sticker. Sticker cans, but yeah, yeah. This is a uh, Fieldwork uh, Orchard Street. It's an Indian Pale Ale, and it's uh, six point eight. It's got this like very uh, orchard apple growing fucking uh, label going. Like it's a uh, it's a field of works. Yeah, work. It's like I'm on Cider House rules here with 6.8? that. Six point eight. Okay. Yeah. It's pretty light. I mean, it's not super light, but it's a a lighter start. Because I think yeah. the other ones are that I got are. Probably a I think, little. Uh, the one I brought six and a half. Oh, the breaking bud is. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, dude, thanks for the party the other night too. It was awesome. Yeah, you know uh, that's just my in-law or my uh, sister-in-law, and brother-in-law's house, and uh, you know they allow us to invite our friends. So we appreciate you coming. Yeah, dude. Do you guys? You guys always have a band, or is it like? Um, for the big ones, they try to. I mean, just. We, you know, we, everyone likes live music. It kind of yeah. just adds to it. Um, they can't get too crazy. That's why they have the bluegrass band, Windy Hill. Those guys rock. Dude, those guys are um, awesome. So, if uh, anybody yeah. follows my Instagram, you might have got a piece of it. Or if they follow you, did you do a little story? Or yeah, well, I did like a couple second clip yeah. of the guys playing. So if they follow either one of us on the Instagram, you got to see a little bit. Because people are like, where the fuck were you? I was like, oh, that's <laughs> the friend's house. All right. All right. Cheers, well, cheers, man. Yeah, we'll see how it does well in a can. I've had it on tap before, but. Yeah, it's an uh, IPA. Yeah. It's a little bitter. A little bitter. On the back end there. But yeah, I can drink that. Yeah. Solid summer kind of a thing. Um, yeah, the party was awesome. I mean, the, the layout of the land was really cool. Uh, the backyard's, like, shaping up nicely. Yeah, you know, they're really working hard. Mike built the whole deck. It's quite the deck. Stained it all by hand. Built that ridiculous pond. 
Did he he build the awning as well? Right, everything on the the patio. Yeah, the whole uh, pergola. That's what that is. Yeah, I built all that. What's called a pergola? Yeah, pergola. Didn't know that. I wouldn't have known that if wasn't hanging out with them while they were building it. Yeah, I was, I was calling it like an awning, like a because I guess it's kind of what, what it has like the. It's like slats. It's open. It feels like it's closed, but it's open. You know, it's got uh, yeah, it's good because you got like spaces between the boards, like a little bit of shade, but you get some sun in there with it too. Yeah. So it's like a you know, no, it was, it was super cool. I, I I see those all the time. Like even at the what's that bar, the uh, Oasis. Yeah, the Oasis. Oh yeah, the O. Yeah, they have them outside. Yeah, okay. they got that outside, right? Yeah, yeah. What's it called again? Uh, pergola. Pergola. Purgatory. Pergola. I know, right? That's what I thought. The first thing that popped in my head too is purgatory. Weird. But uh, yeah, it looks great. You know, it's like I said, it's Mike and Ashley. They, you know, know what they're doing. Homemakers. Yeah, seriously. And they they've had. They didn't get to buy the last house that they were at. Was that the thing that? Yeah, no, they rented it for apparently seventeen years or something. Oh, Pretty geez. much raised three kids there, and the landlord passed away, and his family. Uh, took it over and pretty much they wanted to move in, so they had to find a new place. Looked out, found that place in Menlo, and yeah. um, you know they've been working hard. That was their home, homewarming uh, party. And uh, anyway, that was uh, two years it took to build you all that. Yeah, no, it's, I mean it's uh, the neighborhood looks really nice too. It seems like it's a pretty cool place. And... Uh, yeah, I mean they're only a couple blocks from Facebook. Yeah. Um, and they, that whole neighborhood is just getting, you know, blown up with, yeah, it's like families and you know, it, it's east of one hundred and one, so it used to not have the best reputation at all, dude. With, has fa- like... with Facebook being there, it's yeah, getting taken over. And then the new buildings and all that too, like the, uh, like the IKEA, and then they got Target going up there. So I mean. It's like in that that big office building that they just built. Yeah, I don't even know what that is. I have like no right idea. on when you're getting off the university exit, where yep. you're looking at it. Yeah, I don't know what um, that's going to be. All that stuff, you know, it's the whole Bay Area, I guess. And I think it's similar in cities like Denver and Chicago and Austin. Just you know, they're cool cities, and more people want to live in more desirable areas like that. So yeah, people love like you know family friendly, kid friendly, but also like adult fun. So you want to try to like really hone in on like a mix, right? Like it's, it, I guess it's kind of hard, like. Yeah, I mean, myself personally, I want to live around uh, mix. You know, a lot of people with uh, you know mixed variety of people, people that are entrepreneurs, um, you know, just more DIY and people taking chances and yeah, you know, cutting edge things are happening. Yeah, and I want to feel safe too. So it's like, you know, like a good solid mix of being like inspired. Yeah, you know, but at the same time, you have to worry about your fucking car getting robbed and shit like that. Yeah, I mean, no, you know, you, you know, you still have to, you know, always keep your car. <laughs> that's fucking not going to go away. <laughs> it's yeah. not going to go away, especially um, even with the kids. Like you know, if, if anything, you know, with rent prices and everything going up because it's becoming such a desirable area to live, that might happen more. You know, with people being displaced or, uh, you know, just yeah. having hard times. You know, making ends meet and whatever. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, and you're from Chicago, right? Well, I'm actually from Northwest Indiana. Northwest Indiana. Which is about 30 miles from Chicago. We think we're a Chicago suburb, uh, pretty close to Gary, Indiana. Okay. Uh, from Sherville, Indiana. Sherville. And that's, grew up, high school, all that stuff? Yeah, all through high school. Um, and then I went to college. So I was in high school and I did screen printing in high school. Went to college in Vincennes University, which was in Vincennes, Indiana, Southern Indiana, 
um, about an hour from Evansville for a couple years. Then I just kind of bounced around a little bit, uh, went to Michigan for a little while, and Colorado, Denver, or Boulder area for a little while. Like like a year here, year there, six months? Yeah, visiting friends, just kind of like, you know, I didn't really want to live in Indiana, and uh, I like to travel, so I was like trying to f- find out where I was going to stay, I guess. You know, I was young and taking advantage of seeing the country, I guess. Yeah, totally. Expanding, you know, meeting people and my friends that have moved away. So you had a lot of friends that moved out of the area, and then like, like you said, Michigan, and in, in, in Colorado. Yeah. Uh, were they? Did you did you like any specific place better than the other, or was it just like you kind of just settled on California that you um, liked it the best? Or well, you know, um, one of the main factor for me coming out here is I met Kim, and uh, she was. Not Where'd with, you meet Kim at? Uh, we met at a fish concert in Atlanta. In Atlanta. Uh, yeah, it was. Um, a Fourth of July concert, actually. Fish was playing two nights in Atlanta, and uh, we had some mutual friends, and that's how we met. Just her from out here, yeah. and you from Indiana, Indiana Chicago area, right? Yeah. And then Chicago land meeting in Atlanta. And what was? The, did you you had a common friend or some common friends? Was, was yeah, our what? friends Nate and Chrissy uh, are originally from Nate's from Palo Alto, and he moved to Chicago. And that's how we met, mutual friends. I was became good friends with Nate, and then they knew Kim from California. And then, you know, it was a Fourth of July fish concert, so it, it was in Atlanta, and everyone was They're like, "Dude, you know, let's stoked go!" On that, yeah. So, you know, worlds collided, and that's pretty awesome, dude. That's like a universe coming together. Yeah, you know, it it is. It's you know, it's not like a you know that that kind of story doesn't happen all the time. You know, I had you know a lot yeah. of people were impressed by that and. No, I don't a, know. It's you know, you meet somebody like minded, I guess, you can get along with. Yeah, no, it doesn't, it's a, it doesn't really it's matter. A, it's a great story, and it's, it could have happened anywhere, right? It could have happened in Boulder, or it could have happened in Michigan, where you went, and it could have been like a random show, right? Yeah, I'm sure you've been to a, tons of shows. Yeah, how many fish concerts you've been to? Uh, fish, I've probably only seen maybe twenty five <laughs> <Only>. times. <laughs> to me, it's still um, a lot. The, yeah, my yeah. favorite band, I've only seen five times. Oh, okay. My I've seen my, well, not my favorite band anymore, but one of my favorite bands, because it was my ex's favorite band. Yeah. We've saw them more than I got to see my favorite band. So what's your favorite band? Uh, Well, I mean, now it's it's been in probably, it, it's no effects. Nice. But, I mean, it varies over the years. I mean, I, yeah, they're my favorite. years. Yeah, it's like my favorite because they have a lot of, like, diversity to the punk rock, you know, and it's like a good solid band that's been doing it for years and they're very independent yeah some ogs yeah they're getting they're getting up there now and it, the music's kind of it, they're it's suffered I you know and, and i think that's with any band that has longevity you know you've been around when when the uh, any idea when the no effects when this the no effects <laughs> when when they started yeah it was 83 oh so yeah no those guys are in their 50s now or yeah start, i think the fat mike just turned 50 but like uh, i mean i can't they're the the long of running of the years i mean have done so well for them and they became such a good success and they own their own record label fat records and i've been following them since i was like 15 and yeah um and i mean you know like they don't have the same angst and you know the songs are going to change from you know the early 90s 
to 2017 you know i'm sure they're dads and yeah they're, they're all dads they're all family people too and different things and i think it's the same for not only did are they changing is i'm changing as well right so i mean i got yeah i don't ha- i don't have the same exact uh angst as well like my you know but what always stays with me to me and with music is like music is like memories right music is like when you hear a certain song that like you know can take you back like 15 years like like a you know like nothing yeah no matter like what kind of mood you're in yep you're and you're like, just right back into yeah. that zone and your your mental is just like oh dude i remember that show with my friends and i remember exactly what we were all doing at that time like we were listening to this album and that song and this blah 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 like those are the things i think i cherish about most about all the music that i've listened to over the years because of that stuff yeah i mean that's just you know music's powerful i feel especially when it's something you really relate to and you know memories you know it sparks nostalgia and all kinds of stuff you know it's it's like a soundtrack to your life right i mean it's like you've bonded with people i've bonded with so many people just over music and then i've also learned a lot of different uh types of music and things through other people as we like we're like oh well you like this band well check this out it's a little different but you might like it as well right it's got you know something that this band doesn't have and you know you kind of yeah and you know that's another thing is not to be close-minded you know yeah. when i was younger i used to have specific i only like this i'm like whatever and now i've learned to like really like you know i listen to a lot of things i listen to country bluegrass and i listen to wu-tang clan and de la soul and you know migos yeah <laughs> so i'm kind of all over the board um, and everybody, I do have my favorite things and those nostalgic things that I listen to still too. And everybody says you look like that rapper too. What's that rapper? Oh, Action Bronson. Action Bronson. You know, I think this, the red beard. Yeah. So. And do you listen to Action Bronson? Yeah, he's pretty decent. All right. I've yeah. never, I've never, actually haven't even heard him rap. I just people make that reference, that reference, and I'm like, <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta look up what that guy looks like, but I have no idea. Yeah. Um, I've heard that quite a bit. Actually, me and Kim were in Mexico a couple years ago and. We met some people from New Zealand that said that. Thought Kim thought it was quite hilarious, and we actually had it. We ended up hanging out with them. They were calling me Action the whole time. <laughs> they call you Action <laughs> yeah. the whole time. I was action, like, get your ass over here, man! We gotta go in the ocean. Yeah, let's get some shots. <laughs> no, I'm good. They're the Aussie. Well, they're, they're Kiwis, I guess. They get pretty wild. The Kiwis get fucked. I mean, Australians and Kiwis. You gotta be careful. Don't get them mixed up. Like I almost. Oh yeah, don't do. Yeah, they get mad. Yeah. that's like a thing. <laughs> Never call an Australian a Kiwi. Yeah. Or vice versa. It's like the Dodgers, Giants. Feud. Yeah. Have you been to any of those? New Zealand? Uh, or No, or I haven't. I haven't uh, either, yeah. Australia is definitely on my bucket list. It's one of the ones I'm scared to go, but I want to go. Why are you scared to go? Snakes and then spiders. Oh, scorpions and yeah, dingoes. Scorpions. You're like, it's like walking down the street, death there. Yeah. Spiders are well, like the wolves. Like, even if they're not poisonous, dude, they just the sight of them will make me run. But I feel like if, uh, you know, you go to Sydney and the major cities, like where the cool stuff is at, then you don't have to worry as much. But if you're doing some outback safari journey. Oh, yeah, definitely. Naked and afraid, then. <laughs> <laughs> I might want to. I might want to be naked and afraid. It could be cool. Yeah, might I'm be one of, those, on one of those beaches there. <laughs> you, naked's yeah. one thing, but afraid. But afraid, yeah. yeah. Is this the next? Yeah, with the, I don't know. You hear all kinds of shit, you know, even on the beaches and stuff, they got fucking crazy snakes. Well, uh, and... yeah, I mean, Southern California, Joshua Tree, Nevada, there's all kinds of tarantulas and rattlesnakes, rattlesnakes yeah. from the Bay Area. No, yeah, there is, uh, even on Windy Hill, like, yeah. um, doing that little, uh, little, uh, what do they hike. call it, the dish? 
Yeah, we were just we just hiked the dish today. Oh, nice. Yeah. So yeah, I'm hot. sure there's rattlesnakes there. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it's been a hot summer. It's a, yeah, it has been a hot summer. Usually, it's. Uh, I mean, not. It's like a longer stretch, right? It's like hot for a fucking too long. Yeah, it used to be like hot for a weekend or like three or four days, and then it would be high seventies. Yeah, maybe you know mid eighties, but it's just been steady high eighties, nineties. It's been like for couple months now yeah and that's just like and walking that we were just like whoa it's I'm, it's like 80 but it feels like 100 yeah it feels good though you know no it's great vitamin D. no it's, i we definitely need it plus i need the exercise get out there walk four miles plus it's like hilly as fuck so you're up and down your heart rate's i've like, actually never been to the dish no no it was the first time i went this year um kim really likes rancho san antonio it's um it's pretty cool it's up off of um what is it? Uh, is it off San Antonio Road? No. It's off uh, Foothill Expressway, I believe. I don't know exactly. I got I to gotta look it up because I'd, I'd like to go up there too. Yeah, it's cool. It's open park. There's a nice little loop you can do. It goes. It starts off going uphill and then mm-hmm. kind of flattens out. You come down. There's like a little farm you go through. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's cool. Dirt or trails? Uh, or it starts it... off as gravel. It's like a gravel road almost mm-hmm. and then it turns into dirt. Okay. This one's like the dish is like paved. People like walk it all the time. Oh, really? Yeah, and there's like parking and stuff too. But it's, it's right like, along 280, right? Uh, well, you could go up. It's like yeah, it's along 280. You could see the dish from 280, but from here you would take Page Mill up, okay. and then uh, Juniper or Jupiter, whatever Juniper. Yeah, and then it's literally right on uh, Juniper right there, and then you start off and it just goes on an incline straight up, and you're like fuck, I'm <laughs> like you immediately have to like. You're winded when you get to the top yeah. just to start the dish. It's like, so, but I think that's cool. Get out of the way, you know, at first. Yeah. Instead of at the end having to do it, and then you're just like, got you, you're energy like, burst. <clears throat> yeah, you're like, no. So, but it's cool. It's fun. It's a good time. I like hiking and all that kind of stuff. I just like being outdoors. Yeah, you know, it's there's a lot of stuff in that, you know, it's at the tip of our fingers, you know, just in the Bay Area and the uh, Palo Alto, I guess, the peninsula. There's lots of parks. You know, it's cool to utilize that stuff. Definitely is, and I don't think sometimes I just don't take enough advantage of it. Really, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Have you ever been to um, that museum at Stanford, the art one? Um, I still never been inside. Um, you know what's it called? Uh, the um, uh, it has the Radizio um, sculpture garden. Yeah, the, they got the <laughs> cactus garden, the sculpture garden. Yeah, sculpture garden. Um, but yeah, I don't. I don't remember what the art center is called. But yeah, uh, I forget because I, I. It's killing me. It's not yeah, too much. it's fun. a free. It's free, right? You walk yeah, it's in free. and hang out. And... Yeah, it's super cool. You can spend a couple hours there. Uh, last time I was there, they had some like Andy Warhol, um, like photos. I guess he took. It was like some films, like uh, unexposed, and they hung it and framed it. And they had uh, some other things that were like really cool. I guess all that art is donated from other museums, hmm. and that's why it's free. Um. That's cool. Cantor Art Museum. Cantor Art? Cantor Art. C-A-N-T-O-R. Cantor. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Cantor Art Museum. Yeah, that place is pretty cool. Yeah, it's like more shit like that I gotta take advantage of. I've always wanted to go up that tower, the uh, that tower at Stanford. I guess it's like $3 to get to the top. Yeah. I didn't know it co- that cost money. I didn't know that. I mean, $3 is nothing. It's like a little yeah, donation, think, right? Yeah, I think AJ told me that he he's went and did it before. Okay. And it's pretty cool. Cool. Yeah, I like I just like walking around Stanford in general too with the even the cactus garden just you know 
Yeah, I, have, I don't think I've ever there. seen the cactus garden, but there's all kinds of stuff. Yeah, I it's wish not major. All the wish... cactus look like dicks. <laughs> it's like he's like we like so we walked in there and you're like oh, these two look like dicks cactus and you like dick. take a picture. Yeah, <laughs> basically. Um, I wish they would have more concerts at the Frost. Where's the Frost at? Uh, it's on Stanford campus. It's I haven't a... been to the Frost. Yeah, I've only been there one time. I went to this event a few years ago. It was called Blackfest, and um, they had E40 and Kendrick Lamar. Shit. And this was before Kendrick Lamar was <clears throat> big. Kendrick Lamar, yeah. Yeah, he actually opened for E40. Um, and it was a free event. It was pretty badass. Hmm. But uh, the Grateful Dead used to play there a lot back in the day. And, you know, I think things just got a little bit rowdy. And they're like, you know, we don't really want that scene here anymore on Stanford campus. I don't know the specifics, though. But I think they're starting Being to bring bitches. it back. <laughs> Being bitches, man. Need some, you need a little bit of rowdiness in the in the world, right? You know? They're trying to like liven up a little bit. I, I feel like Palo Alto's kind of doing that, right? They're they're trying to fucking like take all the music out and like, you know, because like it's like now you need a cabaret license to have like a band in a bar. It's like, is that what it is? Yeah. See, like wow. what you do like cost like, I don't know how much it is a year. It could be like two grand or three grand, but it's like then you gotta like pay the artists, you know, whatever. You, it, wow. So it's just not worth it for the restaurant or small bar that's bringing in like yeah five people. To see it, the show, and right? to be honest, like it depends on the music too. You could be pushing people away, you know. You could, yeah. Be... They're like, I don't want to hear this shit. Even DJs, you know. When yeah. uh, I guess, so what I heard was that um, uh, Secunder used to spin on the patio. Yeah, that but was it, awesome. But it was like too loud, so people on the patio couldn't hear themselves talk and were complaining. To me, I was like, that just that sounds awesome. Yeah, I remember it being. Music, I remember but... being really great. Like I was like, this is bad. It was on Sundays. I was like, I, we would go almost every Sunday. And then, uh, you know, I feel like it was probably the more beers you had, the louder it got, or probably, you know, yeah, like, yeah. Somebody else would come along, like put this on, and like you know, it, gradually over time, it would get louder and louder. Um, you know, I feel like that's something that they should be able to work around, though. But I think I think so the, too. I think the people at the Cardinal Hotel are pretty lame. Um, complain pr- like a lot. Yeah, they were always complaining about the noise, and what you know, when I leave the fucking door open, yeah, on the side, yeah, I can't. I have to like close it at nine p.m. because the hotel will complain about the noise just from the jukebox. And the jukebox is not, I mean, it's loud, but it's not to where you can't hear yourself think or talk. Yeah, I don't know if some crotchy old ladies that own that place or what their deal is, but it's like kind of 2017, you're in downtown Palo Alto. There's going to be some natural noise. Yeah, you're downtown. You're downtown. I mean, I would never suggest anybody stay there. They tried to find me and came $250 um, because they said that I smelled like weed. It was New, it was New Year's Eve, yeah. Kim won a free hotel room there. We live in Mountain View, so we don't really need to be staying at a hotel in downtown Palo Alto. But you're like, hey, we could get fucked up, walk yeah. across well, the, like, the alley. We had and to use sleep. it before Kim won a free night, but we had to use it for the year was up. Yeah. We're like, hey, can we use it for New Year's? Cool. Uh, they're like, yeah. So we actually were there for only five minutes. We went and had dinner with friends, and we went to a concert. I smoked some weed. We came back, crashed, woke up the next day, left, and Kim had a $200, $250 charge on her card. So she calls, and like, oh, I want a free room. I think you guys accidentally over, you know, charged, charged me for the me room. room. We're like, no, it smells like smoke. You guys were smoking in the room. We're like, what are you talking about? So yeah. that was a little ridiculous. I don't know if you're... If you party at all or anything, I would not suggest uh, staying at that Staying hotel. at that fucking hotel yeah. with that kind of shit. You're like, we're not smoking in the room just because it smells like smoke. Yeah, I don't know. My clothes, it doesn't matter. And I mean, I swear that I didn't smoke in the room because, because exact, that exact reason, you know, I didn't want to. Right. That, yeah, that <laughs> dumbass. Deal with something like that. No, fuck that. So, yeah, fuck yeah, that place. Yeah, you don't need that kind of shit. That's, that's lame as fuck, dude. 
I, I can see if it was like crazy smoky in the room, you know. It's yeah, like, if we were having a party in the room and like blazing joints, right? And That's totally different. Getting crazy about it, you know. I feel like it was just because they were salty. We got a free room on New Year's Eve, and and you're using it, That's yeah. Like, and they were just cares? like trying to, you know, get their money out of us somehow, one way or the other. Yeah, because nobody else wants to fucking stay there either. Yeah, it's like same kind of bullshit. Yeah, I mean, who's going to stay at a Palo Alto hotel on New Year's Eve? Yeah, nobody, <laughs> nobody, nobody hangs out in Palo Alto. I mean, unless you're like in work for, you know, in town for work. Yeah, and on New Year's, no, that that that's <laughs> you're that going up month. San, you're taking the train to San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're going somewhere else, dude. But especially that way. That was my experience with that place, and you know, like complaining about the music, the road. You know, they're, I'm not a big fan. I'm definitely not a fan. If that hotel probably wasn't there and closed down, uh, th- we'd probably get less backlash in the bullshit. But you know what? Who knows? Because somebody else could buy that property. Because what else are they going to turn it into? Right? It's a shitload yeah. of hotel rooms. They could fix it up and make it even more hoity-toity and fucking. Yeah, like they'd be battling the epiphany right there. Yeah. with uh, Nobu attached to it. And right. Places will never build to eat. Yeah, and then just going to keep complaining about the bars. But it's like, do they complain about Old Pro? Because Old Pro is right across the street. And they have, during the summer, their windows are wide the fuck open. And they are loud as fucking hell there. That's true. You know, I don't know. We're in the alleyway. We're like a block, not a block, but we're like at least over... Yeah, I don't know. They must have some kind of vendetta with you guys. You know, it's like I said, they're right in downtown Paul. There's all kinds of natural noise. Why are they specifically pointing, you know, the finger at the Rosen Crown? I have no clue. Yeah, I don't know. That's such a weird thing. Mm-hmm. Not to mention that alleyway is full of like dumpsters that reek like dead carcasses. Yeah, <laughs> so. it's a shitty alleyway, dude. It's, uh, if I had my window open in there, <laughs> not only would I complain about the noise, I'd complain about the smell yeah. and probably the fucking taste in the air like i'm tasting shit i don't know I, everything is just overloading my senses as crap with this and i'm sure it's not cheap you know i'm sure it's like 250 dollar night stay uh, yeah it's yeah it's definitely not uh, it's probably cheaper than the epiphany which is about five hundred yeah. yeah it's a little crazy but you know I, I i would like to think you get what you pay for uh, me as well and you know our experiences with places like that it's like it 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 get, gives the whole thing of like I'll never go there again. But, yeah, I mean, if you're paying $500 for a hotel room, you should be able to smoke all the weed you want in the room. Right? You know? <laughs> That's what I'm <laughs> with saying. With no complaints. They're, um, they're making everything uh, non-smoking. Like, you can't even smoke downtown, outside. Is that the new thing? Yeah, it's been for a little while. So I guess um, coming up, I, I don't know if it's in January or what, but in Oakland, they're going to make all menthol cigarettes illegal. Or banning menthol only. Only menthols. Really? Yeah, and I think like blunt wraps as well. I've been hearing about it on the radio. What? Yeah. <laughs> How the, the whole city of Oakland? I, yeah, I don't. I'm not sure if it's Alameda or just Oakland, but they're banning menthol only, and it seems really kind of like a narrow niche market. Why are they targeting menthol only? I don't know. It seems a little. And they're, yeah. And I mean, are they gonna the cops gonna roll up on you and be like, "Are you is that menthol? Like, check your cigarettes and make sure you're not smoking menthol cigarettes." Yeah, that's like that's. You would think we would learn prohibition doesn't work at this point. You know? No. It just makes things worse. Now they're creating a black market for menthol cigarettes. Yeah, and <laughs> honestly, do cops need that tedious of work? There's so much crime on other things. You're going to try to crack down on menthol cigarettes? You fucking high? Yeah, I mean, I can't imagine they would harass the consumers. It would probably be more like the 
corner store guys to gas station store like guys. Like selling it. Yeah. You know. But, but I mean, all you got to do is hide a well, bunch of fucking menthol. Or you'd be the dude with like a trench coat on with a pack, you know, like cartons of menthol cigarettes in the gas station. Yo, I got on. some menthol Newports, yeah. bro. <laughs> Straight. Yeah, for sure. It's I got some blunt wraps. Yeah. I, got, I, just, I just got them from, you know, on the other side of the bridge. Yeah. Bringing them so, over from the East Bay. Or the so, other side of the bridge, the yeah. peninsula's yeah. having them. <laughs> or we're going to go up north, bringing yeah, them down exactly. from fucking uh, Point Reyes and shit. So I don't really understand the point of that. It's yeah, I don't get... But prohibition, like you said, didn't work. It's not going to work. Yeah. Those tedious things... They're just of, creating another a black market for it. It's just kind of like, that's ridiculous. Now it's going to be, you know... People are going to be smuggling menthol cigarettes. It's Which is dumb. <laughs> yeah, it's just... It's, it's, it's dumb. It's ignorant, yeah. It's like the dumbest thing I've ever heard. It's like smuggling, like... Fucking bazooka, bazooka Joe or something, yeah. you know. Only like, bananas are yeah banned from this city. Yeah, you can't have bananas. You can have oranges and all that shit, but yeah. not bananas. We don't like what it does to you. Yeah, we, we don't we don't have, want that calcium <laughs> build up for you guys. Yeah, no, fuck that. But yeah, it's, it's asinine. I don't. Yeah, and I don't even smoke cigarettes at all. I don't so, either. I don't so, smoke cigarettes. Yeah. I smoke weed. That's so, it. I've never smoked. Likewise, cigarettes. Likewise, yeah. nearby. But um, you know, it still bothers me. Yeah, but it bothers me because I'm like not a fan of cigarettes, and I hate this the way it smells in my clothes. I, I just, uh, I, I'm, um, I'm for I'm for equal rights on all parts of like taking somebody's rights away, basically for doing the consumption on your own on your own terms, you know. And if you're around that, you know, I get secondhand smoke, I get all that stuff, and I'm like, that, that's kind of on you too. You know, you're around it, that, that's it. Yeah. You're going to get cancer from so many other fucking things anyway. Uh, yeah, your cell phone, you know, processed food, sun. Let's grab one of these guys. Let's do another one of these. Yeah. Can- the, the Descendant song. Cancer from the ocean, cancer from the sun. Straight to <laughs> hell we go. Yeah, so this is going to get you... Something's going to happen, you know, the food we eat, the air we breathe... Oh, the ocean yeah, we you know, swim in. It's, it's inevitable. We're all going to die eventually. Yeah. You know? And nobody likes diseases, but honestly, taking menthol cigarettes. Yeah, it's what not next is going to be like no double IPAs. Yeah. You know. Yeah, you could have an IPA, but there's one more in there. <laughs> that's it. And I mean, that's like you're targeting like a small audience, like people that drink double IPAs. But that's what like, happens in like other states too, right? Like uh, fucking uh, Salt or uh, Utah, right? So like. You can't have a beer over like three five, at all. I I don't know what the law still is, but it used to be like that. Yeah, you couldn't have a beer over three point or even three percent alcohol. So you can have like, uh, Coors Light, Miller Light, really the, shitty lit like yeah, uh, three five three law or small whatever. percentage beers. Anything over that, you have to go across state line to buy it and then bring it back. So I know um, in Colorado on Sundays that used to be the law was that they couldn't sell beer that was over three five. And also, I think in the state parks, you're not allowed to have, drink beer that's over 3.5. So you can drink beer, but it's got to be like PBR, Coors Light, or something. You know, you can't be drinking IPAs. It's so like, what's, yeah. You can get drunk, but you got to do it slower. You can get drunk. I just want you to be a really huge-ass drunk, because I want you to drink 37 beers before you feel something. I also something. want you to publicly urinate, too. I yeah, because you know, sure you're going to keep fucking yeah, pissing yeah. it out. Yeah. <laughs> I'd rather drink like three beers of high percentage and be like, "Oh, I'm good." Yeah, take <laughs> you know one I mean? pee. Uh, so speaking of which, we're gonna do uh, we're gonna do bear bottle next. So I don't think I've ever had that. 
You never had Bear Bottle before? No. Uh, okay, so this is the Galaxy Dust IPA. Bear Bottle. This is uh, some, uh, this is some uh, hipster shit. Uh... Maybe I have. Is that from uh, LA? I believe no. Uh, no, it's. I think it's. It might be from LA, but it's. Uh, what does it say? It's brewed. Uh, like company San Francisco. Oh, cool. Yeah. They even got the address, Cortland Ave. Uh, so this is like you know some high, some hue notes of peach, stone fruit, and tropical flavors. What's a stone fruit? Uh, I don't know. I'm guessing like maybe grapefruity. Okay. Stone fruit, something like a passion fruit, maybe something like that. I'm not sure. Is that fruit on the label, of some kind? Uh, it, it's galaxy dust, so it looks like a a peach or something with the swirl. So right. it looks like a galaxy, but like Saturn, kind of a thing. Cool. Let's drink it. I guess. Let's go for it. Um, yeah, these guys are, I believe, started as like a tech company that wanted to start brewing beer, and they basically started this bear bottle company and got really big. Eh, sounds like the Bay Area. Yeah, so that's typical things that are trending really fast. Everybody jumps on the bandwagon, and all of a sudden, a year later, they're like, "Yeah, we sold the company to Anheuser Busch because, um, yeah, we just needed more money." Guess what? We all need more money. We wanted to expand. We wanted to distribute yeah. further. We want to distribute further. Keep it in your backyard. How about that? Well, let's see. We'll see how it goes. It's a six point five, so it's not crazy yeah they haven't got the recipe dude recipes on the back check it out yeah oh it smells super fruity citrusy oh yeah definitely oh it almost has like a peach yeah a peach nose to it hmm Mm, it's good it doesn't taste as peachy as it smells no I can definitely I can definitely taste taste the tropical that's hop good, to it but it's good yeah it's not as i was a little worried it was gonna be like overly fruity and sweet that, that seems was a, to be like the new trend with uh beer these days is fruit yeah they're tossing all kinds of shit in there like that and uh and now for some reason the northwest or the northeast ipas are are on the hazy train uh, everybody that though i kind of like that i the, do as well uh, but I'm actually filtered. I'm actually more of a fan of the West Coast style where it's like crystal clear. Yeah. And then like knee deep. Knee deep has That's what I brought. Yeah, so knee deep knee deep yeah. is like solid. You'll you'll see the clarity watch when we pop that one. It'll be And where's knee deep? I think they're in Auburn. Uh yes. But the brewer, he also so the brewer for Knee Deep is no longer the brewer anymore. He I forget his name, but he is at uh he opened his new one called Revolution. Revolution beer or something like that. Um, yeah, I think I almost brought one of those twenty-two. It's, it's called like Rev Revolution or something. Rev like Revolution, yeah, something, something like that. that. Yeah, yeah. yeah a, so re revolution, maybe that might be right. So he's the brewer for that. Huh. The old. I, so, I had no idea. Yeah, so the guy that did all the knee deep stuff. Yeah, they had a couple of those twenty-twos at the store, and I was looking at them, and I was like, eh. And I've had the knee deep. I know knee deep's delicious, so I yeah, went that route definitely. That's good though. I like it. Yeah. No, it's solid. Like, I get worried when those tech companies do stuff. It's like, I know that everybody's passionate about something, but it's like, you know. Yeah, and I feel like a lot of those guys are just kind of, like you said, hopping on the train, and it's just like a side gig for them while they, while they you know, write tech code. and crunch numbers. Like, let's brew beer because it's easy. Yeah, let's grow Not beards. Not easy, but and... yeah, let's grow beards and fucking brew beer and yeah, then type on a computer. And... 
brew beer because that's what's cool right now. Right, exactly. It's like I don't I don't want people to jump on what's cool right now. It's like keep it going. Like just if you're into it, that's cool. Like I get it, but like I hate when like things become a thing, and then you get like like oh you got a beard because uh, it's the new thing. Like no, I get a beard because I think I look all right with a beard. So fuck off. Yeah, fuck yourself. The guys, like you, the guys that give you like the head nod because you got a beard. You're yeah. Like, What's up? Like, or even the guys at the bar. It's like I never forget a beard. I'm like, <laughs> really? Because that's gay. Yeah. Like, <laughs> not dude. to you know, not to discriminate against the gays, but yeah. I'm just saying. <laughs> you like bros coming up? It's like, dude, don't you work at the other bar? Hey, you have a I tattoo? never forget a beard. You have a tattoo? I have a tattoo too. Yeah. Check out this one. It's like a little turtle, <laughs> or like a fucking whatever. How long did it take you to grow that beard? Here, let <laughs> yeah. me pull my beard log. Yeah, it's like that's like one of the it's like. How long did it ever take you to grow that beard? I'm like, honestly, six months. Do I keep it shaped? Yes. I just say every full moon. Every full moon, yeah. <laughs> I'm a wolf, motherfucker. I'm Jack Nicholson, the wolf. <laughs> That's a good movie. Was it the wolf or was it called? Or just wolf? No, was it? Yeah, maybe it was just wolf. I can't remember. I'm, I think it's something else. Okay. Uh, he was, was it called just the wolf or wolf? I think it was called Wolf. I'm not positive, but yeah, I think, I think I, it was called Wolf. Ma- There's so many werewolf movies, you know. Yeah, that was a random one. I was like, where Jack Nicholson was just like this weird ass werewolf. I think he was an author and he got bit by a wolf or something. Yeah, and like in the park when he was like walking, right, or something <laughs> like that. And he just like turned in, and like he was trying to date super this girl. Cheesy 80s, super cheesy, but still but, pretty fucking good movie. Yeah, I feel like maybe that was written by. A, Stephen King or something. So like the story was good. It was just kind of cheesy. The way they did it. Oh yeah. yeah. Or maybe it was like a high profile director. Or some somebody big name was in it besides Jack Nicholson. Well, I feel like Stephen King does those kinds of like. He's such a good storyteller that the people that take his books and try to transfer transfer them to film, <clears throat> they don't never they don't ever capture the exact like. And everybody has their own experience with books, so it's, like, really hard. Yeah, well, I think that's true with any author. Yeah. You know, any book to movie, you know, everyone's always going to say the book is better because you read the book and you're building the story in your head and the characters, you know, you see the characters the way that you want to see them and, you know, take hints the way you want to take them. And for movies, it kind of takes away a lot of the imagination. Yeah. Um, You know, there's some great ones out there. They're remaking It. I think that's going to be really fucking good. Well, the first one's really good. I mean, I'm sure everyone our age is like was creeped out by that their whole life. You know, oh dude, I loved it. And Um, and Tim Curry is the best. It like you're probably not going to beat him, Pennywise. But exactly, is that where they got their name from? The band? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I didn't know. uh, Is that a term, Pennywise, or is that just the clowns? That's like originally where it came from. It could be a term. That's I feel I mean, like I, the clown got his name from the term. That's what I mean. I feel like it might be like an old school, like 50s, like, oh, Pennywise. But I, yeah, but I feel like the band got the name from, from the movie. Clown. Like some, and I would probably did the same thing. I'd be like, that's a fucking cool ass band name. Yeah. Let's get, I want that band name, Pennywise. Yeah. Nope, <laughs> nobody has that, dude. And you're like, yeah, the clown's in it is named Pennywise. It's like, oh, so fucking cool. But that's got to be... A th- like it has to be a term for somebody or something. Yeah, yeah it's not just like a random. Like Stephen it, King's like if I had I'm to, it Pennywise. Right. If if I had to guess, I would I would probably say uh, it's a street knowledgeable person maybe. Yeah. In my, it's probably one hundred percent wrong. So everybody would be ridiculed and listen to this, being like, "You don't know shit." 
Let's take but, some calls. And yeah, see yeah. Can I take? I want to. I want to learn how to take some yeah, calls. Yeah, that's what It'd you awesome. do. It's like because it would add a little something to it. Like, add a little bit of a flair. Yeah. We'll just have them on speaker. We'll just put them right in the middle of like, hey, you guys want to call in about this? We'll do it. We'll yeah, take, we'll take a call. Well, yeah. Like, all right. Has anyone ever had this beer? Call in and t- what do you think about it? We can do it that. Sucks. One. I gotta. I gotta figure out how to do that. I'll get another. I'll, I'll hook up another little mic. I'll put it right, right here. Yeah, maybe plug your phone in forever, or have someone do it on speaker. I wonder. I wonder if that. Would work on my phone. We'll have to try that. We'll have to practice gig it first before <laughs> I put it to the actual thing. But even that would be cool. Like, if I just, like, if you call, because it's, it's hooked up through the, the mixer. So if you called me right now, if that, if I turned up the volume, yeah. would that pick up on, on the, mics. the, well, in your headphones and then through this. So if it picks on your headphones yeah. and you hear it through the headphones, recording. it'll work. So, yeah. We'll uh we'll give it a shot, Nick. We'll see after uh, the first round. Yeah. We'll give it a shot to get a, you know, bring a little something, you know, yeah, a little bit, of, table. yeah, a little bit more flavor into it. That'd be fun. Because then I would, third opinion. Because what I would do is I would post it first. I'd be like, all right, we're gonna go on in thirty, and then I'd be like countdown, and I'd be like, oh yeah, all right, we're on. If you want to call in, this is the number. Yeah, listen to us and hear. You know, if you want, yeah, got put your two cents in. Yeah, it's like it's not live. I love the Cardinal Hotel. Yeah, you. I fucking, stay there all the time every time I go there. there. <laughs> Fuck you guys. Or you can get so calls you, from that's anywhere. That's what you get for smoking weed, you bum. Yeah, basically all that kind of good shit, like real good radio. But it's like it won't air till tomorrow. You like get I'll, the you know beep beep. You know the blur out button for the. I know you can say shit, piss, fuck, cut, cunt, suck. Yeah, but it'd know. be funny though if someone calls in. You just oh, just to keep beeping. Yeah, you motherfucker. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, just no matter what they're saying. No matter what, just be, or just give them like a foghorn, be like, hur, 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 hur. like you're a fucking asshole. Like, <laughs> like this guy sucks. That's those are the kind of the buttons I need. It's like a crank yankers. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> like you said, old school radio. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I got a banana. What do they call it? Shock jocks. Shock jocks. Yeah, taking it back to Howard Stern and all those. Yeah, I think entrepreneur guys before. who really did it. Right. He's, he's pretty old school though, I guess. Howard Stern. Yeah, he is. I mean, he's the pioneer. I mean, he is the the the. Shock I, I love Howard. I mean, not just a shock jock. He's just like a real person that was trying to do exactly what we're doing now. Yeah, <clears throat> paved the way with celebrities and whatever, but just paving the way for what you want to hear. Like he interviews every single person. He knew everything about that person. He would read and research and do all this stuff and yeah. like you know. And then he would get personal and ask you like so. How many dicks have you sucked? You know, like that kind of stuff. And people like <laughs> laugh at that or cringe at that. But it's like other people listening. That's what they want to hear. Oh, yeah. You know what sure. I mean? It's like if that's it, a shock radio. It leads, not, it leads. Right. You know, the, I think that's the news is what that says that. But yeah. And like especially when you're talking to somebody in, important to a lot of people, like a celebrity of a music talent or an actor. Right. Or any like, questions. There's yeah. rumors out there. You're gay. Yeah. Are you gay? Are you gay? Yeah. John Travolta. Let's let's hone it down right here. Yeah. <laughs> Did you fuck a man of the man in the ass? Even if you did, you fuck, you suck one dick, you're gay. <laughs> Everyone tune in tonight. John yeah. Travolta answers this question. Tune tonight, yeah. Like, and then, you know. It spikes the... Uh, yeah. Your ratings go up. Yeah. Everybody, you know, a million people tune in. I mean, but that's what he did. He was the king of that. He was the king of all media because he would ask those questions even if people hated it, you know? Yeah, They're like, no I'm filter. not fucking talking to you, Howard. You're a fucking piece of shit. Blah, 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 blah. I, he, that guy went through some weird stuff. Like, that guy went... Th- like, I didn't have to do any of that shit. I plugged in a fucking mixer, started a podcast, 
People can hear it. People, I can talk to anybody about anything, anything I want. Yeah, but I, I think that you know, you're not really on the uh, like live air on like no, major, yeah, I'm not major radio station, you know, FCC regulated stations. Yeah, I'm, I'm not making any breakthrough, but I feel like he already paved a road and a highway. Well, it takes a lot more, you know, um, and everybody can just to branch out these days. Oh, definitely. Yeah, the shock value for a lot of things is like whatever. Yeah. In fact, it's I mean it's going to where um, the the shock value is when you say like a racial term or like you say like something about transgender or you say that's when people are getting up in arms. Yeah, when they get all offended, that's kind of the new thing. It's not like. Um... Like sex isn't like as taboo these days. Yeah, it's like yeah. I mean, you could say pussy, cock, and fuck, and you could say anything you fucking want. And everybody's like, "That's cool." Yeah, no, one's I expected super offended that. By, yeah, yeah, they're like no big deal. Heard that a million times. Yeah, who gives a shit, right? But as soon as like somebody says like you know like faggot or something, you're like what? You can't be saying that shit anymore. This is 2017. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but uh, it's like you it's, know, it's a derogatory term, so it's like you don't want to say it, and I'm yeah. not. You know what I mean? I'm not saying it to offend. It's like the way we grew up, I'm sure, can't, it just rolled off the tongue because that's what you called your friends. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, you just know, bullshit. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. I have a lot of gay friends, and if somebody fucks with them, I'll fuck with them back. I'll be like, don't you ever fuck talk to my friends like that. Yeah, for sure. They're my friends. And it's, yeah, I mean, you know, I guess it was a different time. You know, there's... And it's, people are, you know, we're getting smarter and, you know, we're, you know, we're expanding. We're not so close-minded. And it's like, you know, they're, they're part of our community that we need. You know, if you're gay, if you're Mexican, like, you know, we need those people in our community for... And we need people to stand up for those people that, yeah, exactly. that have all equal rights, right? Like, those people deserve they equal people, rights. They are people, just like I'm a just person, like us. regardless of their sexual preference. It's like, or even what they're trying you know, to discover. Like, who cares, right? You're yeah. trying. Everybody's trying to discover something or find... A universe or God or something. Yeah, as long as you don't do anything to personally offend me or hurt another person. I mean, you're not chopping. You know. You're not chopping off my dick. You're yeah. chopping off your own dick. That's that's your thing. Yeah, if that's what you're into, yeah. man, go for it. You know, if that's that that's the person you are, then that's that's the choice that you should have. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, those are the people we need in the world to just be who they are. Be be just be. I mean, keep the world weird. Yeah. It's, you know, I, I like weird things. I like weird people. I think it's interesting and, you know. And I, it's good to see. I we, like I like we, the stories. The stories of the weirds are the best. Yeah. It's I like, like to see know, where they came from. Stranger than, you know, stranger than fiction. You know, it's, there's no. Yeah. Truth is stranger than fiction yeah, sometimes. The, you know what phrase, I mean? I yeah. That's how it goes. Yeah, but. yeah. But no, it's it's definitely a weird world and, and. I figure we haven't, we haven't we've been alive for the th- a third of it, and we're just. Can, it's only gonna can, get weirder. Yeah, it's only gonna get weirder <laughs> in our old age. Like I feel like the older I get, the more weirder shit I see and am comfortable with actually too. That I'm just like, eh, whatever. That's probably normal. Yeah. Unless it's like super weird, like the dude at the party. You know, I'm like, eh. Well, yeah, that's a little know, different weird. We become offensive weird, or you oh, know, yeah. just. You know, creepy he, weird, offensive weird. I'm sure maybe if I was the one. If he had a party with all his friends and I showed up, maybe I would be the weird guy. Maybe. You know. I mean, or all, or you might be like. All, all his friends act towards people. I don't really know. Or he doesn't have any friends. Yeah. That, and doesn't I'm, know how to act around people exactly. at all. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> which is probably I, the which case. Which is my guess, yeah. I'm guessing that. Yeah. I'm going to take the latter for that one for sure. But yeah, no, keep it weird. I think uh, the best people 
are the weird ones, and I think I started out like that, or I jumped onto that, like dyeing my hair. There's a difference between weird and being creepy, though. Yeah. Oh no, no, yeah. So you gotta Way you, totally. make sure you know the difference. You know, keep you know, I, everyone should stay weird, but uh, don't be a creep. Don't be creepy, or just be unique. You don't have to be. You don't even yeah, have to use the term weird. Like just be yourself. Be unique. Yeah. You know, don't don't jump on a bandwagon because people other people like it. Don't jump in a job because other people are told you to do that. Like. Go your go go for your passions, you know. Pave your own path. Pave your own path. Work work <laughs> hard for the things that you love and and push for that. And do what you like, you know. Yeah. Whatever. It's, it's not the most lucrative thing, you know. Doesn't even it's, matter. It's not work if it's what you like to do. Exactly. Like, you know. And, and I've had a bunch of things that I've wanted to do in my life and become awesome at. And maybe I did for part of it, or I lived a weird fantasy dream but for most of my life i've done what i wanted to do even if i had a shitty job i'm like I'm, my personal recreational time i'm gonna do what i want to do yeah and my my whole goal was to combine that and make my work life not so stressful and keep it awesome you know where i'm not yeah you know I, i'm connected uh, to a boss but at the same time my boss isn't like a corporate fucking douchebag who's like he owns my soul. He, yeah, he knows who you are. Like, you're on a personal level. You're yeah. Joe. He's, yeah. And regardless, yeah, you know, it's it gives you personal freedom. And, you know, I think, you know, bartenders, I give them a lot of respect. They got to deal with a lot of grown babies, you know, adult babies. But I think you get uh meet eclectic mix of people, tons of it's walks great. of life. Sometimes it's great. Sometimes it's not so, but... I think for the most part, in those crappy times, you probably look back at them and laugh, and oh, yeah. you learn something from you get you know. some you get some weird shit. I mean, I get I get to kick out homeless people who are fucking crazy, people throwing darts that shouldn't be throwing darts. Um, I get phone numbers. I get you know, I get I get all kinds of shit in there. Yeah. I get people yelling at me to yell at this guy. Some girl came up to me and tattletailed on the on one of the other people that were there, and she was like. He said faggot. And I was like, it's a fucking bar. Yeah. People are going to say shit that you don't like. You know, yeah, it's like, wow, you should probably go tell. You You should probably say that to him that you don't like that. If this was in the 90s or the 80s, I would say, here's a quarter. Go call somebody who gives a fuck. (laughs) Because here, nobody cares. Well, it's like, just grow a pair, you know. Um, But it's like the girl's like 21, 22. Yeah, and unfortunately, you know, I feel like a lot of people in Silicon Valley area don't have the best people skills and are like the I don't know if they've been sheltered most of their life or they just haven't gotten out or what it is but I feel, I feel like, like they haven't been in a real situation yeah. you know and I think they try to keep it goes uh high school college Google campus so you go from right. college campus to Google campus Google has buses they literally have a campus they have bicycles you know they have a lunch hall you know, it's it's like seriously, they don't ever get out of that being a real adult, in my opinion. No, you know, agreed. if you go from college into a tech job at like a major company, yeah. Um, you know, if your work supplies your lunch, your breakfast, your dinner, and you know all you know gives you a ride on a, on a bus every day, you're I don't know. You I don't think I don't. I have a hard time thinking that's a real job because, because basically you're still catered and your mommy still does your laundry. Yeah. Because Google does your laundry. Yeah. Right. Because that's like a new mom. It's like here at Mother Google we take care of our kids. <laughs> it's like grow the fuck up yeah. and take care of yourself. Don't rely on somebody else to take care of you, even if it's a company. 
And I think that, you know, it's it's kind of a cultural thing where we live at, unfortunately. True. Yeah. You know, it's hard to find blue-collar working people, which you're from the East Coast, I'm from the Midwest, and I think that's was pretty much rooted in us. I don't that, know yeah, it definitely what, is. I don't yeah. know what your parents did for a living, but, you know, they my worked. Dad, my know? dad worked at, like, a, a factory pretty much. My mom still worked. You no, know, they both work, and just blue-collar people. Yeah, so, my, uh, my, uh, my mom was, uh, she ran and... She worked up from uh, being a manager uh, for hotels for the uh, cleaning service, basically. So the the, yeah. la- the laundry and all that stuff for the for the being in charge of the ladies. I, I, I'm blanking. Housekeeping. The, housekeeping. Yeah, you go. Uh, so she, yeah, she was in charge of all the housekeeping. And that's like a super important job for hotels. Yeah. You know that, that's that, you know that's pretty much how you get rated at a hotel. Is yeah. on that alone. You know, uh, housekeeping can make or break a hotel. Yeah. Before that, she did like landscaping and fucking. She did all kinds of weird shit. Did yeah. Sewing and like, you know, worked, worked, and worked. And yeah, my, exactly. And my, Your mom sewed. My mom sewed. Yeah. That's the generation we're from. Yeah. You know? My my dad worked in a factory for like thirty years, a newspaper factory. My stepdad was a roofer. And still is right now, and he even has like a fucking bad skin cancer disease, and he's still up there on the fucking roof. I'm like you're fucking crazy. So yeah, you know, I, I have. It's hard for me to have pity on, um, on the weak. You know, <laughs> it's just on. You know, I guess pink collar workers, or whatever yeah, white it's collar. Like, it's so sensitive, color. and it's I don't know. It's like, I, 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 I there's a right and there's a wrong, right? But, yeah. You know, if somebody's just clowning around at the bar. And some stupid asshole gets up and like tattletales and somebody. You're like, this isn't your fucking mom's house, dude. Right? This isn't your brother going. Yeah, you um, stole my Barbie. Like, this well, is not yeah, that fucking um, place. You're not running and telling the teacher. I'm the fucking bartender, dude. I'm serving you drinks. Like, yeah, if you can't behave, get the fuck out. Yeah, you know what? Both of you get the fuck out. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, no, yeah. You know, you know what? what? Everybody just done. get the fuck out. Yeah, you're both Basically. done. That's what Darian would have said. All right, bar's closed. Get the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> this is what it would have been the thing, yeah. You're a fucking snitch, and he's a bigot. Get the fuck, both of you get yeah. the fuck out. Done, done, <laughs> fucking done. All right, well, let's take a little break. You know right? Perfect, cool. yeah. All right, sounds good, man. hit the head. All right, we'll be back. All right, everybody, this is the segment where we take a little musical break. Uh, I'm going to play a song, uh, since they were so gracious to let me use a couple of their songs. I'm going to continue to uh, play some tracks uh, from time to time. Uh, so I'm gonna do another song from the Phoebus Apollo since I love those guys so much, and I just talked to Connor uh, a couple months ago, and uh, he's doing very well in LA, and uh, I'm happy for him. He's got a new band called Kang Gorilla, and they're looking to uh, come up and play uh, some of the San Francisco area. So he was asking about uh, some some random some random venues and, and information that I could probably provide. So hopefully he makes it up and the band makes it up. So I would love to see him, dude. What the fuck was that? <laughs> Did you hear that pop? Like popped in my headphones and then like the fucking refrigerator rattled. It was like the weirdest thing. Yeah. It probably was a ghost or somebody walking up the stairs. Either way. Anyway, so uh weird fucking weird shit happens. So uh yeah, so this is the Phoebus Apollo. Uh this song's fucking awesome. These guys were super intricate and diverse in a punk funk like just a really fucking killer sound and, and I can't say enough about Connor's voice. I just I think it's just one of the it's got he got such a soothing voice, man. I loves it. I love it. And uh, he did a little uh 
guest track on uh, All James, and uh, maybe I'll play that next week so you can get a little diversity of uh, kind of what he was able to do on ours. And then, but, but anyway, yeah, so this is the Phoebus Apollo with A Heart to Explore. <laughs>
right. We are back with round two with Kyle. Coming up some some new ideas with the phone calls and stuff. We just gotta figure out how to make this live. There you and go. then we'll be solid. It can't be that hard. I'm just tons of outlets these days. Yeah. It's 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 me trying to organize everything and make it all go at the same time. I'm like a one man band right now. Yeah. It's like I don't have a producer and be like, turn turn do Call hit, her on line one. Call yeah, her on line one. Hit hit the button, motherfucker. <laughs> like I can't do that. It's like just me, I'm like uh, uh, okay, and yeah. I gotta hold the conversation. Fade the music yeah. out, yeah. and get the intro. I, just, I find that stuff just super fun. I love audio things, so like, you know, I even like, so I even got like a little, um, so what we were, when I was talking about before, when I was saying about the button thing, so I'll just give you an example, but, and I don't know if I can get sued or not, you know, but fucking... <laughs> I mean, I'm, not until I'm, you start I'm, making some money. Uh, yeah. If you're doing it for free, then... Yeah, like, nobody's gonna, gonna give a for. shit and be like, uh, what the... F- like, stop it. Like, fucking go off of here. But, yeah, it's kind of like... Uh, iPhone troubles. iPhone troubles. Yeah, it's like... Duh. Winning. Well, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, stuff like that, and you would be like, yeah, I was, um... I'm a huge collector, you know? Like you a, are a huge nerd. Like, <laughs> you know, yeah, like... Yeah, yeah. It's like... Well, you know, I got this chick's number, and, uh... You ugly, and you're ugly, <laughs> and your mother ugly, and your sister ugly. You're just plain old ugly. <laughs> you know, yeah, so, those are great. So, yeah, that kind of shit. Or but, even you can make some prank phone calls. That might be good, too. Some jerky boy stuff. That would be fun, too. Call up... Yeah, I could call somebody. Yeah. Be like, uh... So, hey... This would be, like, a new... Because we did some <laughs> jerky boy shit back in the day. Yeah. Which I thought was, like... Oh, dude, when they when the jerky boys came out... It was some of the funniest fucking shit yeah, of all they were time. Yeah, pretty ridiculous. I don't. I haven't listened to a ton of it, but I think I have one CD. And it was. I remember the one skate was like, "You kicked my dog! You kicked my dog! You asshole!" And I don't know. They called the guy and were like, "Yeah, I saw you kick my dog." And I, it was fucking hilarious. I mean, even funnier than I'm just making it out to be. Well, the, the one of the better. I mean, they're all. I mean, they got <laughs> this guy called up a store when he's like, "Hello, yes, yeah, Ray, is Ray there?" Yeah, I was talking to Ray. Uh, so hey, uh, yeah, I got a, a parrot, and uh, I bring it. He's like, mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah. So uh, I want to bring him down to the store and do all the stuff. And he's like, mm, okay. And he's like, so what do you guys got down there? You got some food and you got things down there. And he's like, mm-hmm. And he's like, you're a talkative fuck, Ray. I'll tell you, <laughs> you know, I got a parrot that talks more than you. You know, he says, hi, sir. Want to fuck me in the ass a little? I don't know where he gets that language, but you know, <laughs> it was like. I had tears in my eyes just listening to that on the radio. Like, yeah, this, they're great yeah. Im- improvising fucking comedians. Like, oh, dude, he, I, I'm like, I hope that guy is well. The, both of those two guys, <laughs> I hope they're fucking well right now and they're doing successful because those guys had voices, they had shit that they were doing, and even like the guy had the gay guy when he was like, "Yeah, I'm looking for some uh, some sporting goods," and I'm, I, I want. I'm going to bring myself down there and I just want to, can you, you guys have golf shoes? I just want you to kick, kick me all over the fucking store. Like just <laughs> kick me. And it's like, dude, like nobody comes up with like random shit like that. It's yeah. So good. Yeah, they're pretty funny dudes. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's break out another beer. You want to try it? Want to go for the knee deep? Yeah. Let's do let's the do knee deep, deep. Uh, breaking buds. Is that what it is? Knee deep, uh, breaking bud. It's a six and a half percent. 
IPA, American IPA. It run it won the uh, Great American Beer Festival in 2016 as well. Oh, did it? That's what it says. Fucking last year, dude. That's good. It's got like the uh, parody of Breaking Bad. With yeah, like a, with like a Break, hot bud. Breaking Bud. I had the um, we did the hopologist one on uh on the podcast before. You want me to pour? You good? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's a, it, Knee Deep was, was really solid. I, I'm thinking that the revolutionary one is going to be super awesome because that yeah. guy was a really good brewer. Yeah, he was solid. Have you watched... Did you watch Breaking Bad? Were you a fan? Yeah, you know, um, I was a little bit late on watching it. I didn't get on it right away, Yeah, I wasn't. I never watched it. I watched one episode, and I was like, "Ah, it's not really my thing." Cheers, cheers, buddy. Um, yeah, you know, yeah. See the clarity. I know. Not compared to the the, yeah, you like you can see your fingers almost through it. Not super clear, but it's still way clearer than the other one. But yeah, we crisper uh, too. Me and Kim definitely watched uh, Breaking Bad, and it was good. You guys binge watch on like a lot of shows. Not uh, so, recently, you know. I would. I mean, you know, maybe if we're hungover on a Sunday or something, but not yeah. like all the time. Game of Thrones. No? Yeah, we're into Game of Thrones. Did you watch, you watch the, the one, the new one? Yeah, we did. Okay, we'll, cool. Watch the new one. Yeah, good we're deal. We're all up to date on that. Um, that's really like what we're into right now. Is that? I don't know if there's anything cool. else really on TV. Right now we are we're doing Game of Thrones, and I'm watching. I'm rewatching Lost because. I, I never got into that. I fucking love that show. So it gets super weird and super stupid sometimes, but it's just such a good show that it just, I'm like, it, I've seen it before and this is my second time around, but I'm like, still I'm like, oh, this episode was so good. It's like, you have no idea. It's like a, such a mind fuck. And, they, when, and JJ Airbus, they get lost on the, uh, their plane, their plane crashes and they're on a deserted Island. And then all of a sudden, like weird, weird shit happen. happens and it's all, is there like time travel? It's time. There's time travel. Yeah. There's all kinds. of I think fucked I've up caught shit. like an episode or two, like way too late to get into it. And I was like, yeah, I you don't have know. to start at the beginning, yeah, because you're gonna get lost. Literally, yeah, you know, no pun intended for the show, <laughs> but you're gonna get lost if you don't watch it from the beginning. But I, I'm, I'm, just, I fought, I'm, I'm like, I, just, I, it's such a fascinating show to me. And J.J. Abrams was a director and a writer for that okay. show too, so it's kind of like when he like first was getting yeah. big. Not his first stuff, but like bigger than that. Name yeah, getting his there. name out there. And like like a lot of the first season and second season was like really, really good. And then it kinda like it gets a little crazy, but still like even the last episode I just watched, uh, they found an old Volkswagen bug in the thing and, <laughs> and they got it running by jump kick starting it down a hill. And yeah. they found beer. They found beer in it and stuff, and they're just like beer and they're just drinking and fucking driving in the in the fucking jungle and it's Awesome. It's just like a weird, good, feel-good kind of... Tri- yeah, there's episodes like that. There's another episode where someone yeah. like dies or something. And- yeah. It's such a good show. I mean, it's a good show. But uh, other than that, I'm watching Ghost Adventures. Ghost watch- Adventures? Ghost Adventures. You watch that show at all? No, I have no idea what that is. Dude. Yeah, Hulu? No, we have Netflix. It might not be on Netflix. It's on Hulu. Is it a uh, like, like a reality show? Mm, kind of, yeah. It's put together but it is a reality show kind of like this show yeah. like where it's like planned it's planned they're like we're gonna go to this house investigate ghost stuff yep and they're like okay we're here with 
the and they find out the research. They go to the, they talk to the people. So they're like, this is where the ancient Navajo people were buried. And they say there's a lot of sightings around here. And like, so take me through like, and then they'll have the owner of the building like explain it. And he's like, so we're gonna get locked down, and they lock him down in like a dungeon, okay, or you know whatever, and at like midnight till five o'clock in the just morning. Just regular people. They're just regular guys. Oh, okay. So yeah. it's not like they're like ghost investigators with like. Well, now they are, but they they were just the other people are regular people, but they're ghost investigators now. They have like a fucking like voice boxes and like all this like paranormal. So the point of the show, shit. like every episode, they go to like a haunted place and just like investigate it and be like, "Yeah, the shit's haunted." Yep. Okay. And the, and they'll and they'll try to debunk stuff. You're like, "I heard that noise. You hear it?" And you're like, "Let's go see if there's any wind. Let's go see if you and we're walking around out there." We're like, "Were you on the third floor?" And you're like, "No, I was down in the basement." And like. Okay, were you in this room? Did you throw that rock? And you're like, yeah. no, I don't know if you like like ghost stuff or you believe in ghosts or you don't, you know. Yeah, I mean, I kind of do. Um, you know, I was just trying to get. The, I wasn't sure. Like, I thought maybe it was like they take people contestants and put them in. Oh no, no, no yeah. place. Like mm-hmm. you have to stay here overnight. That'd then... be fun. That used to be the other show on MTV. The uh, how was that show? Fuck, fear now. Me, me and Darian were talking about at the bar. We're like, really, there was a show like that already, huh? Yeah, I don't remember they, that. Where they would have to like get you'd get money. And you'd have to, like, go into, like, a sanitarium or a penitentiary, like, lay in the bed where, like, somebody died. And, like, each level is, like, a different thing yeah. you had to do. Like, it got worse and worse. And you get more money. So, I like, think I kind of remember that. It was, like, was, like a freak a, out or something. Yeah, or, like, some, whoever. I, was, oh, I can't remember the fucking name of the show right now. I'll remember it later and just yeah. kick myself in the ass, but that's what's cool about the podcast. Go back like, and edit it. Yeah. No, I'm not even going to edit it. I'll just be like, I'm a dumbass and I forgot the name of the fucking show. I don't care. <laughs> somebody would be like... Right now, somebody's yelling out the show name in their car. It's this! It's this! That's why you need to have the callers. Yeah, like, I know. That's why in. I got to go you know, live. You know yeah, exactly. Like, call. Tell Darian. me the fucking name of the show. Darren would know because he's, yeah. like, he's like, you watch that show? I was like, yeah. <laughs> Even Laura would probably know the show. She probably saw the show. That's funny. Uh, but no, it was good because they would like they had to like take the sheet off of the the electric chair where somebody yeah. got electric, and it wasn't. No- so it wasn't that old. It was like ninety. No, it was like it might even be living later than that two thousands yeah. maybe. And like so, they would take the sheet off the electric chair, and whoever got to do it, you like, but you had to do it in a certain amount of time. Yeah. And so the like the last person did it, and every all the other teams failed. But it looked like a figure, like a a ghost underneath the sheet. Yeah. But it was just a bag of money. Yeah, so you pull it down. <clears> you pull it down. It's like fucking a hundred grand. You're like fuck it, yeah. They don't know how much money it is. Well, they're just so scared because you're doing it by yourself, dude. At like three o'clock in the morning, oh, okay. in the electric chair. I mean, that's the fearness of it. I don't know if it was <laughs> called fear, but it's uh. It might have been called Fear, but... That sounds kind of familiar. I don't know. No, it's a good show, but Ghost Adventures is just paranormal guys in investigating... Paranormal. Paranormal activity. Cool. Uh, uh, based on somebody else's, like, thing. But, I mean, I believe in ghosts. I'm, I'm a people like... There's definitely uh, energy out there that's not yeah. of us. There's, yeah, for sure. There's haunted areas. Yeah, I believe in it. You should check it out. You should check the show out, just, like... I don't know. You could probably find it on Netflix, maybe. You might find, like, one or two episodes online. Yeah. That are, like, free. That you can just check it out. Give it a taste. Yeah. If you have you have regular cable. What's that? You have regular, regular cable? Oh, we don't, know. Okay, so, yeah. So, it's either on Hulu or Netflix or something. You can probably find it. At, yeah, stream it somewhere. Yeah, stream it somewhere. But I like that shit. I, w- I want to go to ghost towns in California and just fucking No, there's one hang um, out. in Milpitas or, like, uh, Alviso. It's called uh, Drawbridge. And uh, I guess there's, like, some, like, a... Uh, a path in Alviso at two thirty off of two thirty seven. Okay, and you can just walk along these train tracks. I think you have to walk about a mile, and then there's like a ghost town that's like sunken 
It's considered, it's like, it used to be part of Fremont, but now it's just like Swampland or whatever, Baylands. And there's like old, like, uh, houses and stuff that are all like sunken. They're just all abandoned. Yeah, I've never been. I've seen pictures. It looks cool. Oh, dude. Gotta go. Yeah, for sure. That shit would be awesome. I love that shit. I mean, even even if other people are not believers, they don't give a fuck and they don't want to say it. Who gives a shit? Like, well, I mean, not, I think it's, I think it's fascinating. Yeah, even besides ghosts, I think that stuff's fascinating. Just like abandoned building. I don't know. It's like what would make, I mean, a whole town disappear, you know, or like. Everybody just getting up late one day and leaving, you know, being like. They had a flood, right? Whatever. Well, and the gold rush brought, like, built a bunch of little towns in California specifically, like, in little mountain towns. Like, there's Bodie. I think it's north of Yosemite. Nobody ever builds a town anymore. Yeah, there's not really... Could you just build a town? People to, uh, build a town. I mean... I mean, just, yeah, start but from, But, I mean, like... if you think about it, I'm sure, like, Mountain View and Palo Alto are, like, you know, buildings are getting bigger and bigger and Although bigger. Although it's a growing town, for sure. Yeah. But like, dude, imagine Buy the, property. Imagine in the, the eight, imagine in the eighteen hundreds, like if you went to like, you see like Tombstone or something in Arizona, right, or whatever, and you're just like, here's where the the silver rush or gold rush is, and people are just like, all right, there's like two buildings, there's like one, and you're the guy that comes in and just fucking like. Well, I think a lot of that was, um, you know, like major like companies would come in and be like, we're gonna build housing, a hotel, you know, a brothel, a restaurant, you know, a saloon. Yeah. For all the – they were going to hire all these people to come in here and mine this shit. Um, you know, and then once it was all mined, they, no one gave a fuck about it and left and they, it. They left the town. But they it's like, you town. know, there was people that were, you know, gunfights and babies born. And, yeah. You know, there's a lot of history there. I think that's kind of cool. People just, like, left it. And it's like – I love that shit. Especially when there's, like, a car. I guess Bodie still has, like, old um, – like, an old casino with, like, Baccarat tables and, like, roulette tables still there, like, from – you know, over a hundred years ago. That would be something awesome to see. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, no, we, I would definitely got to find some more and take take a trip. That that Milpitas one might be my like a first to just go because it's pretty close. Yeah, that might be fucking some something to yeah, see. Yeah, I mean, that's like a weekday thing. You can yeah, do. exactly. You like fuck, what's going on Thursday, dude? Yeah, it's like next time you want to take a hike or something. Yeah, it's like it doesn't get dark till nine. Even seriously, we, we should go at dusk though, like at like seven. <laughs> it's where it's just starting to get dark, and you're like, fuck, it's getting creepier. There you go. Yeah. Be fun. I don't know if you can go. I think. It's probably a fucking. Well, I think you have to. You can only see the ghost town from like the tracks. Oh, you can't even go because down. Because it's like Baylands. So it's like not solid ground to walk on. Oh, so it's just like swampy. But I think it depends on like the time of year. Okay. So it's kind of like give or take. I don't know if I would risk it, but maybe go check it out. I'll do some research. I'll, yeah. uh, I'll look into it. And if there's maybe a better one that's closer that you can walk around and you're allowed to just. Go in and out of the buildings if there is some. Yeah, yeah. Drawbridge is what it's called. Drawbridge. Drawbridge, California. All right. And I guess it's along those train tracks because it used to be a major uh, hub for like loading and unloading cargo. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I know. That's cool. I, I, I mean, I figured like the western towns have got to have a shitload of ghost towns. You know, Just like Central Valley between like... California, uh, Colorado, yeah, Nevada. Arizona, those kind of towns. Western like, cities, you mean? Yeah. Like, next to Reno's got to be some. It's got to be some out in the desert places. Yeah. I mean, you know, with there's like Tahoe, Tahoe like yeah. all those. Uh, the Sierras, really, you know. Yeah. Isn't that where the gold rush was, like, in the Sierras? Yeah. And then they brought it all, because they brought everybody to San... I think that's why San Francisco was so big. Yeah. Because it was, like... Well, right? It was a huge port, too, you know. Um, yeah. People, like, would come, you know, from... 
whatever, Asia. Is that what's keep going west? Yeah. Yeah. You go to uh, Japan, well, Hawaii, Japan, China, and then Philippines, all on the Oza Islands right there. But yeah, I mean, it brought everybody over, and they were here, they've been here for a long time. Yeah, I mean, Chinese. it's the bay, so, yeah. you know, it's all kinds of Everybody's cargo in there. Huge mix of people and ports and. Yeah. I think the uh, Golden Gate Bridge, I saw, I read somewhere, that's like only like 70 years old or mm-hmm. something, maybe 70 something. All the, all the steel came from Bethlehem Steel. I'm from oh, the Bethlehem. area. Oh, Bethlehem, nice. Yeah. The area of Bethlehem. Uh, it's like, you know, uh, where I grew up, there was Bethlehem Steel, and a lot of like my un- uncles and friends of the family would worked at Bethlehem Steel. I remember growing up with friends of my parents and so stuff. Probably major big steel companies then. They opened up a couple factories. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, it all came from Bethlehem Steel, so if that's, you know, that's super cool, actually. Yeah. Yeah, we knew some factoid. people. That, little, yeah, little factoids. It's awesome. Um, yeah, I mean, so many things go, like, I, I just can't imagine living... I, I guess I could, but back then, of just, like, even bringing steel to the fucking Golden Gate Bridge 70 years ago without huge-ass trucks. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like, probably, or, like, major, major highways major like steel, there are now. Yeah, major highways, you know, ups and down. Like, just to get all that steel to build all that, that fucking bridge. That'd be crazy. And I'm, get people to build it, because that's even crazy. Cause there's, there's a fucking rivets up there going... People's fucking... I mean, I see pictures of people, like, looking down from the top, and it gives me vertigo. Right, like, I'm like, whoa. Up, I mean, I even <laughs> jumped, I jumped out of a plane, and I'm already fucked. Oh, really? Yeah, and I'm like, I'm still, when I get high up there with, like, things like that, I feel uneasy about it. I'm like, but at the time, when I jumped out of a plane, I was like, fuck it, who cares? Let's do it. Yeah, if this is how I go, then whatever. Yeah, it's I was than... like, I was like, I was on a point break level. I was like, <laughs> fucking, let's jump. I'm gonna jerk Utah, off or too. jump. <laughs> fuck point break, too, that's. It's not even a movie. No, I said Utah. Oh, Utah, yeah. Utah, too. Get me two. Uh, Should have to get me three of these things. I can eat the ass end of a rhino. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Easy, war child. Back off, war I got child. That sh- I got that shirt. <laughs> really? Yeah. I, I like wore it once, but... So somehow... Well, okay. So you work for uh, like a, print, a shirt printing company, yeah. right? Is it is it just clothing and... Um, yeah, I mean, we print uh, t-shirts, hoodies. Uh, we can do like tote bags. You know, pretty much we print on cotton, the cotton things, and okay. You know, we try not to say no to you know if someone's like, "Hey, can you print on this?" We'll give it a shot or do research into it and try find it out. out if we can. Yeah, all right. We're uh, a relatively young company, so it's we're trying to, you know, expand our horizons. So, this happens with a lot. I mean, not a lot, but maybe a lot of of other people, not just me. This is only this is the first time it ever happened to me too. I ordered a shirt online. Uh, that that simple print on it was like back off war child and it's Patrick Swayze yeah. fucking standing there like a badass because I love Patrick Swayze he's the man uh, R.I.P. so yeah R.I.P. so it's it was a blue shirt I don't own many blue shirts Not I don't know if that matters or not it's a blue shirt with white lettering and stuff and I wore it without washing it first okay and then I broke out in hives, and I was, like, itching. And I had to take, like, a Benadryl. And then the next day, it, like, went away. Um, what do you think? Does that ever happen? Or is that, like, a, a thing? Like, I don't know what... You know, uh... Um, do dyes do I can't that? Really, do, like, have any of your shirts ever done that without washing it? You just print it? I think and... I probably... I mean, not any shirts, like, recently. You know, I feel like I've, that's happened probably to me when I bought a shirt at the mall back in the day. But, um... 
you know, I would always suggest to wash shirt before you wear it, you know, regardless if it's... Well, now I'm scared to even wear it. I just washed it and it hangs <laughs> in my closet. So every time I open my closet, it's like, back off, war child. I'm like, <laughs> I'm not yeah. wearing that one. Now it's just I'm leaving it. You're like I like that shirt, but but I'm yeah, not I don't. I it. never wear it out. I'm well, just like undershirt. Yep, it's it's nothing. It just sits in my closet, hangs up, and I can just see it. Yeah, I mean, who knows? You know, it could have it could have been. I don't know. You know, I don't know where the shirt was from. Like where you know you could have ordered it from. I have no idea. It could have been in a box forever. It's like one of those. Yeah, I ordered it from one of those like '80s online uh, yeah. Facebook ads that come in. I'm like, that's a kick-ass shirt. And I, you know, I fell, yeah, I, I fall into the trap of some '80s stuff. I'm like, <laughs> you might, the Facebook or whatever knows you too well sometimes. Yeah. When you're like, I like cheesy movies. Yeah, so I give you cheesy. Yeah, shirts my favorite movie is Big Trouble in Little it. China. You oh, name anything one. from Big Trouble in Little China, I'm gonna buy that shit. You know what I mean? As yeah. you can see, my poster on the wall. Oh, nice. But yeah, so it's like that. If I'm like, you post some shit on that where the where the logos is like Lopan's the man or some shit, I'm like, yes, <laughs> I'm buying it right now. <laughs> I'm having that shit. But yeah, so I bought it there and I like didn't wash it. I just I was excited, so I just wore it. And then like I was at the bar and I was like itching a little bit here and there. There's no telling what that was so, from, you, you know. know it's like you know, like sweating and could the, be, the, the dye, the ink, or yeah. And I mean, even when you when you're screen printing, you want you spray this adhesive down to hold the shirt in place so it doesn't move when you're printing it. So it could have been some adhesive could, glue, or yeah, or, yeah, or tons. Of, it could be dust. Who knows? Like what? I don't. Right I don't have no idea. All right. I'm just curious because yeah. I know you're in the business. But yeah, I would always suggest, you know, no matter where you buy your shirts from, just wash it, especially if you're sensitive, skin sensitive to things. Yeah, definitely. And uh, so what, what's the what's the company called again? Golden Road Inc. Golden Road Inc. Yeah, we're in Fremont, California. And are you guys online doing a uh, We have a Facebook, Golden Road Inc. You know, um, I have, uh, you can shoot me an email, goldenroadprint at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, get but, some good printings, and you guys print on any kind of shirt, right? Basically, yeah, we right? have tons of options. If you want to provide your own shirt, we can print on those uh, as well. You know, it's kind of across the board. Like I said, if if we can't print on it, we'll probably do as much research as we can to find someone else that does for you, or try and do it ourselves. Do you find yourself making fucking a kick-ass shirt just for yourself, like one, like uh, there's I mean, only one in existence? No, yeah, I mean, if I see something I really, if it's like a simple print and I just like, hey, I want that, I'll print it for myself, but nothing like over the top that I've like wanted like super bad, you know, like or something that's like fucking, it's my favorite shirt. Just kind of like, I want a new shirt for the weekend. I'll put, uh, you know, I'll put this band's logo on there or whatever. Yeah. Something like that. Do you, uh, do you draw anything? Are you like, do you, do you have any? No, you know, that's one area I want to work more on is like more, I mean, I need to learn how to do more Photoshop and like graphic design. I feel like you, you know? could really have some fun with it if you like. Yeah. And that's the thing is like, I have like tons of ideas. I have a graphic designer I'm working with. Yeah. And, um, he's super cool, but it's like sometimes I'll, I'll like spit ideas at him and it's like sometimes I feel like I have to keep hounding him. Hey, let's tr- sit down and try to do this together. And it's like, I want him to work on other client stuff more than like you know just me i want to be able to do oh, it no, myself totally un- so yeah. spin ideas at him and be like hey make this happen make this happen no totally but i feel like and you it, always have like a side project in your mind of like creating like maybe a clothing company or a line like some stupid not 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 stupid i don't say that but like there's gonna be a hypothetical not a hypothetical but like a, a little like those big johnson shirts yeah just something like that and all of a sudden i don't even know what the fuck that was 
I just saw everybody just saw the shirt and was like, I'm, I'm getting the Big Johnson shirt. Yeah. Because of that, you know, just kind of creating a logo of nothing and just making it happen. Well, wasn't it like uh, it was like some cheesy shirt cartoon? Probably, yeah. And it was like referencing, like, it was like a innuendo. Yeah. Like the Big Johnson. Yeah. It was always like some like tagline, like. Yeah. But yeah, it's like. It's, a, it's not just a banana in my pocket or something. <laughs> like. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, like something, something fucking stupid like that. Like, yeah. But no, I mean, I think. Um, yeah, like kind of creating your own little like. Yeah, you know, like I've uh, I've worked stuff. I've worked with people that do that and have done that, and I get a lot of clients that want to do that. It's a lot of work. I see a lot of, like how hard it is, especially in the Bay Area. There's so many people like wanting to start clothing brands or starting clothing brands, like even like the uh, clothing brands. I think they're well established in the Bay Area. I, I you know I think they have a hard time. Um, I mean, and, and I mean, like, as a screen printer's perspective, it's, you know, it's a lot of work for, you know, in my eyes, I want to do, you know, qual- quantity of shirts. I want, I don't want to do, you know, sell one shirt at a time. I want to sell. No, no, you want to sell 300, 500 shirts yeah. at one time, you know, I'll be the plug and then you guys can go dole them out to, right. uh, you know, one, two shirts here at a time, whatever. Um, that's kind of my mentality over, over the years, you know, originally that's why I got into screen printing. Cause I wanted to do like a clothing brand and I want to learn how to print on skateboard, skateboard decks Fuck yeah. and all that? that shit. Um, no, uh, I'm still, it's still, we're doing some R and D on it. Um, okay. I have, I need to get this ink. Um, it's like air dry ink. I have a deck. I have a hookup on wholesale decks. Um, That'd be really fun. So yeah, I mean, that's like always something I wanted to do, but I figure I don't know I don't really know the market for it you know there's not like, I'm gonna tell you right it's now old school thing I'm gonna tell you right now just with the action Jackson thing with people doing that <laughs> just your face yeah sunglasses <laughs> oh, sunglasses um, make yourself the logo no uh, action Bronson yeah action Bronson there you go just fucking make some action ones make it happen like that yeah but uh, what did I say Jackson. action Jackson yeah, that's, that's a movie yeah. <laughs> that should be his name <laughs> fucking uh, was Carl Weathers. <laughs> <laughs> But, but yeah, no, yeah, you know, it's like one of the, you know, when I was in high school, that's what I got me in the vocational print shop was like, I went to print t-shirts, you know, like ideas of funny shit and dumb shit and skateboard decks too. Yeah. You know, I don't know if you remember like old school CCS, like I would just look through it, like just to look at the skateboard decks. Cause there's, I used to, I love art, that like, magazine. Like we, I used to look at it. That was what I did through high school. The CCS magazine, yeah. the little, the little fucking catalog. Yeah. All day in school, dude. We were just, I was just well, looking, through it, like, we looking to, for pants and shit from like Alien Workshop and yeah. Blind. And well, all I didn't those even care awesome about ones. the clothes really. It was like more about the decks because it was just, like so cool. Like uh, the bird, decks were Birdhouse, Birdhouse, Alien Workshop, Cow. Hookups, uh, Toy Machine. And I, I loved how they had like, they'd have like sets. It would be like Toy Machine and they all had like, They'd all be similar, but it was like different, like monsters on them. Yep, the toy or, machine one was pretty fucking rad too. And some of them would be Grind. like, it'd be like five decks that like you put them together and makes one big picture. Yeah, and I don't know if anyone ever like bought that shit, but dude. Like, I was like wanted like a whole like CCS skate yeah. catalogs, man, dude. We, I I got it in New Jersey from California, so it was pretty awesome. Like my <laughs> friends were all into it, and like we would get like the fucking Alien Workshop jeans and everything that associated yeah. back then with that independent. Uh, belt, buckles, belt buckles and whatever all the cool whatever like yeah and you know i got a my first skateboard was a pal so i had a pal tony hawk logo on the back nice and uh i also got the whippersnappers kids or like whippersnappers and it was oh, i remember that one dude it was uh, there was so many but it was so good just open up the catalog like you said 
see all the skate decks with all the fucking most original art, dude, right? It's just like cool. Yeah. Art. I don't know. There's like not. Shit you've never seen like before. That. I have, really I have a tattooed. There's a blind. Yeah, blind. The blind guy. That's what's tattooed on my forearm right there. Nice. It's the blind skateboarding company. I, used, I had the fucking sweatshirt. Yeah. I had one skateboard from blind. It was awesome. I think one of the decks, uh, we were skating one time and I broke the tail off. It was like, you know, Ollie <laughs> and shit. Yeah, it happens when you wear when and you, tear. Yeah, wear and tear for some skateboards. Lots of my friends would break boards really hard. But dude, I fuck oh, skateboarding was is still the shit too. And I gotta yeah, have I, I, I gotta wish... have uh, your uh, your nephew on to talk more. But yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Ethan's a good kid. He uh... does he know about the CCS magazine? Oh, I'm sure he catalog? does, man. Maybe yeah. even more. Yeah. Kim Kim's uh, you know says that she bought him his first skateboard, which I'm sure is true. Um, but uh, you know he's a little badass, man. He, I mean, I shouldn't say little. He's twenty. He's twenty you know, now, but so. still. Um, it's than we are. Yeah, now. he can catch. He goes to Menlo a lot and skates, and he barely can get air. Like, and yeah, he fucking kicks ass. Nice. These guys um, are daredevils, dude. I can't anymore. I can't do it. I'll skate down the street, maybe do an ollie or a kickflip here and there. But yeah, other than that, I'm a turf it. I'm gonna hurt myself. <laughs> I'm gonna hurt myself these days. Yeah, and right. when you're 37, it ain't fun <laughs> for sure. Break a bone, it's like not healing as fast as when you're 20. Yeah, I'm not trying to go to the hospital with a broken arm because nah. I was being a dumbass on a skateboard. Because I'm being an ass on a skateboard. Like, yeah. I'm... But shit is fat. I mean, Tony Hawk still does it. He's fucking 50 something. Yeah, that's his right? career. Yeah, he's the man. But fucking awesome shit, dude. Awesome shit. All right, let's crack another beer. We'll do our last beer. Well, uh, mind if I hit the head? Sure, sure. I'll a give a little, a good little pause here for all minutes. All right, so yeah. Uh, we are still. All right, that was a little pee break, a little pause, so it might be a little weird, but not. Just a pause, so we're coming back. Uh, we're going to do the second beer of the round two, which is actually our fourth beer. For those keeping count. For those keeping count. Uh, we This one's the lightest one, actually, of them all. <laughs> Let's just start it with this one. But it's a pale ale. Cool. So this is El Segundo Brewing Company from El Segundo, California. I left my wallet there once. Where was that at? El Segundo. I have no idea what it is. That's a Tribe Called Quest song. Left my wallet in El Segundo. Damn. Little Tribe Called yeah. Quest on you. There you go. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Have you been there though or no? No. Yeah. Do you know where it is? I believe it's down by LA, Long Beach area. Okay. But I'm. don't quote me on that. I'm not going to quote. We don't even have to look it up. I don't care. If we had callers, we'd take them, but I'm not doing it yet. Not yet. But yeah, so I like this logo, dude. We should do that for a shirt. Smell, drink, and repeat. That's good. Yeah. Citra. Cool. A little citra, a little pale ale citra, El Segundo. So, yeah, we'll see how it goes. Drink, um, drink, and repeat. Smell, drink, and repeat. Yeah, or that, too. Or drink, drink, and repeat. But it's like, same with the hoppy beers, right? Smell. Get the yeah. aroma. It's like wine. Smell. Or like, what? Smell, sip, spit, and then chug. <laughs> uh... See how this goes. See the clarity on this bad boy. Looks uh, looking pretty clear. I like it so far. Oh yeah, that's eh, that's probably like the last one. It's like the knee deep style. Yeah, almost. it's like knee deep. Maybe middle. Uh, yeah, it's a pale ale. You can tell it's not as dark. Not as yeah, not as hazy. I personally kind of like pale ales. I think better. It's not as with dank, I, with dank. IPAs. Or bitter. Or I feel like they, people try to make it like hoppy, like you know, it's it's like purposely super, hoppy. Yeah, yeah, purposely hoppy. Like, let's make this the hoppiest. Fu- you know, yeah. I feel like people don't like well balanced their beers. When you yeah. have a good well balanced, like 
let's just try to throw some shit in and see what happens. Yeah. Because it's hard. Because, like, brewing a beer, it's like, you taste it in the middle process, but it's never the same, the final product. You it's like, like bottle it and let it sit for yeah, a few. Yeah. It's like when you're making a soup or something, right? You like, you taste it in the middle, you're like, could use a little bit more salt. But then if you oversalt it, it sucks. It's done. The yeah. beer is crap. The soup is crap. You fucked it up. You but can always add salt. You, know. you can always add it yourself, that kind of thing. But beer, like once it's done, it's kind of done. But yeah, you don't get that salt and pepper at the end. You just either is what it is or you're fucked. So, and I feel like major brewing companies do that, and they just get rid of their beer and be like, eh, this, <laughs> hey, we had a bad experiment, and yeah. I'm going to sell it out to whoever the we'll fuck. Call it, we'll call it a uh, special release. Yeah, exactly. And this is our anniversary uh, for... Uh, a year and a half. I like that's why I like about Lagunitas. They'll have like, "Oops, we fucked up." Like the Lagunitas, "Oops, we fucked up." What do you? It's think? great. Yeah, <laughs> at no, least they're great. honest about it. Uh, that that's what needs to happen. Like that's that's kind of cool. People that own up to their own shit, you know, and be but like, then charge like twelve ninety nine for a six pack. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You know. Well, yeah. Then 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 they kind of like. And my whole my whole qualm with the um, session beers is like, you know, you're getting beer. It's four percent, four and a half. Yep. And they want premium prices. You're paying thirteen, twelve bucks for a six pack, and I'm like, eh, it's like a dry hopped uh, pilsner. Yeah, pe- you know? people should be marketing their stuff and prices based upon alcohol percentage and uh, vintage. It is basically. Yeah. I, but I also, you know, I guess it's like small batch stuff. You know, it's the whole. Yeah. So what? Yeah. Fuck you. You're charging me for water. Yeah. That you fucked up. And now you're <laughs> you fucked now, up this water. You fucked up this water with your shitty beer that luckily came out. somebody can get drunk from it. So right. That's why you're I'm like, oh, at least it's four percent. We can get drunk off of it. It's gonna take a couple. But don't uh, charge me thirteen dollars for a six pack. So you got this empty Aunt Sally six pack. Oh. Um. What do you think? Have you had that? No. What? This is a. Uh... I didn't have this one actually. This is somebody that just brought me other beers in this case. So uh, I personally think that beer is disgusting. Um, a unique dry hop sweet tart sour mash. And that yeah, that's what it is, and it's not good. Hmm. It's like I don't know. It's like a sour hoppy. I, I, it's it's weird. Huh. I never had it. You can't have more than one. Can't have more than half of one. I'm yeah, guessing. I mean, I guess, I guess it's worth a. Was it a sour? I think, or is it just I think like that's a... exactly what you just said. I think they fucked up some water and they're like, <laughs> Here, uh, uh, take this. This is what old Aunt Sally used to drink. Yeah. Tastes like old Aunt Sally. Tastes like old Sally Vag. You're going to fucking hear. You're going to have yeah. the old Sally. Cheers. Could have the young Sally. Cheers, buddy. <laughs> Fuck that shit. Their style is cool, though. They have like some, some good, like, pinup girl stuff. Like, some dogs and animals, and then have you ever done the tour for Lagunitas? No, so I've been know, there once and it was flooded, so I didn't get to go. Oh wow! Um, so you know, I used to think Lagunitas was like, I, I mean, I still think I still like them, but I thought they were kind of like up there neck and neck with Sierra Nevada. Sierra Nevada got bought by I think, believe Anheuser Busch. So Did they get bought? They're owned by somebody. I don't know if it's somebody major. Yeah, I hope it's not, hope it's not Anheuser because they're all over the place. They're everywhere. And oh jeez, you know. Lagunitas didn't quite go that far yet. They had the Petaluma Brewery, and then they sold half of their stock or half of their company to Heineken, and then they expanded to Chicago, opened up the six-acre um, brewery. But anyway, I kind of had this opinion of them, and one day me and Kim, we had uh, the day off, and we happened to be up in the area. We did a tour. 
And it's a super humble story. It's pretty cool. The town of Lagunillas is really small, up by Petaluma. The guy was a home brewer and started getting bigger and bigger. And he would bring kegs to the local, the two or three local bars. Yeah. If you sell it, cool. If not, it started selling out, selling out, getting bigger and bigger. And after he was on brewing, he would throw his waste down the toilet, like his yeast and stuff. All the, all the grains. Yeah, and- grains. And... It was a, the whole town was so small, it had one septic tank for the whole town, and it kept working, and then all of a sudden, you know, the yeast is working, and then all of a sudden, start, everyone's uh, drains are bubbling up. And really? they're like, what the fuck is going on? It turns out, I think dude's name is Bobby McGee, or something McGee, hmm. Andy McGee. Anyway, uh, turns out it's because he was throwing yeast down there, all the waste was like kept working, eating people's shit, and like... Backing up the drains, so they're like, "Dude, you're you can't brew in this town anymore." So that's why he moved to Petaluma. Ah, and, um, he's been in Petaluma ever since. I thought that was a pretty cool story. That is cool. Yeah. That is awesome. Um, and then they, yeah, he, they also got shut down or close to being shut down for like smoking weed a couple of times. They had like a party when they first opened, and like apparently he like passed a joint to an undercover cop. All right, and they're like, "All right, you're shut down or find him." And so they had a lot of like. I don't know. I thought it was cool. They're like a small brewery and they've grown. And also, I feel like Heineken isn't just um, Anheuser-Busch. Right, they're, yeah. They're Dutch. No, no, no. I think they have like a whole other look at beer. They're not trying to just mass produce it. They're like letting them keep brewing, but they're helping them distribute farther distances, you know, Europe. Yeah. Which is cool because now in Europe you can find Lagunitas and shit exactly. like that. Exactly. No, totally. Yeah, I've been to a I've been to a bunch of a bunch of breweries, and I think that was a good story. I feel like that's a solid. Uh, some of the ones that I have weren't that unique of like flushing shit down the toilet. Yeah, I mean, I thought it was funny. That you is know, funny. It's a, it's a cool little cute story about how you know it's a humble story. Yeah, ve- yeah, the, uh, like very humble beginnings of where you got uh, start started from. So yeah, they kind of won me over when I did the tour, and it was like they're super. The people were really cool, and the story was cool. And ever since then, I became kind of a loyal Lagunitas guy. It was like my go-to yeah. beer, unless I'm looking for something rare or something I never drank before. Right. But uh, yeah, you know, I'm down with Lagunitas. But apparently, that you know, they sold all their shares to Lagunitas or to Heineken. Um, it's better than Anheuser Busch. Yeah, exactly. That's how but I feel about it too. My whole thing is like, I just don't think people should be selling out to major corporations because. You could be your own thing. You could make a lot of money. You know, I think it's... It's, uh, it's one of those greedy things that people... Yeah, but it's, I think it's kind of easy for me and you to say... It is. You know, I've never been I in would, that situation yeah. before. If I was the owner of Lagunitas and I was like, you know, I don't know, my 70s and like kind of ready to retire, 60s, and they were like, hey, we'll let you make all the major decisions. You know, we'll cash you out. Who's to say I wouldn't be like, all right, this is how I'm going to retire but still have a say in my company. Yeah, I mean, you're getting like the most distribution, right? Like, out there. So, like, yeah, I guess it makes sense. I mean, at some point, that's the goal, right? You know, he starts from dumping his waste down the toilet and like flooding his whole town to getting bought out by by Heineken. Heineken. Yeah, my whole thing is like, you could be the next Heineken. Yeah, you could be that. You know, I think it takes a lot of 
lot of there's only two major right there's only two major well there's probably a couple more maybe more major but it's probably five key players in the game right but two major ones are anheuser-busch and heineken and when you're selling out to the majors yeah you get lost in the shuffle man what else is there you got anything else i honestly i couldn't even i was trying to think of like Something very mainstream, and all that can come up with is beer, is beer breweries. I don't, I don't know, know the yeah. companies of like, that you know that kind of thing, of like people that are buying, like trying to get on that next level shit. Yeah, Bush. Is Bush I was just trying Bush. to think of another one too. I feel like is, there's another Cor- one. Coors. Is Coors. Yeah, Coors. I'm say is the Coors Colorado, company? Are, yeah. are they, are they buying out other things too? So Coors and Bush, or is Bush part of Coors, or, uh, or like um. Milwaukee Brewer, like uh, Miller. Yeah, I don't know. Um, is yeah, I that think Miller, part of something and, else? Yeah. Is that part of Anheuser Busch? I don't know. Probably. It's you know, it's got to be. Yeah, but you know, back to like the thing we were talking about, like bear bottles. You know, if you think that's uh, these techie guys, companies starting up these breweries, I almost feel like they're startups, and to them, it's just a beer startup to sell to people like Heineken and yeah. you know Anheuser Busch. It's just like. That's, you know, oh, we got a startup, and it was like the techie startup launched. Now we have money to do a beer startup. That took off. Um, but then it's like once you lose the person, if you lose the brewer and you lose the team, yeah, it loses the soul. It loses of, everything about yeah. what it is. It stands for. It's like if you have the same brewers or the same people that are really passionate about that product, it's like you would even screen printing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Same thing. It's like. Take pride in your yeah, work. Yeah, you take pride and, in your work. You yeah. lo- if you lose you, you lose basically the shit you came up with or the ideas like that you're trying to like the style of the the style the, the art feel, the vibe you're of like everything. A, the colors like yeah, no these these colors like this guy picks out radical colors and it matches perfect to what I'm trying to say you know it's just it's kind of one of those things it's like beer whatever like if you, a sellout is a sellout I mean we all want to make money yeah there's no doubt about that we got to figure out. And fight against the corporations of just giving, giving it away, giving away. It's like I, I relate it to giving your baby away. You well, grew you know, up, you know, you had a baby, right? You want to give it away to the black market. There's different pe- kinds of people. There's people that are motivated motivated by money, and that's like their main end all be all goal is money. And then there's people that like for the like it for the aspect of what it is, regardless if it's printing T-shirts, brewing beer, you know, um, carving surfboards. Um, you know, building guitars, serving beers. Yeah. <laughs> it's all an that, art form. Yeah, all that awesome shit that we love. And when it gets sold out, it, it gets weak. It gets filtered down. Watered down, yeah. Watered down, for sure. You can buy a shitty skateboard. That should never happen. Yeah, I believe I saw... Uh, what did I see? There was like a birdhouse or something at Walmart? Yep, Exactly. And it was that an original birdhouse? Probably not. Yeah, like we were just talking about how awesome their deck artwork used to be. Yeah. So like birdhouse and like if those guys... I remember when I first saw... Because I could never get a legit California skateboard unless it was from the CCS magazine. Okay. There's no skate shops. No skate shops. No nothing. There was nothing there. We had to order it. It would yeah. take three weeks, however longer, to sh- get it shipped. <laughs> Plus like fifty dollars. And this is the mid nineties, yeah. In the, in the in the mid nineties, like ninety five. And I, I we had to get my brother a skateboard because I had one too, and he was super young, but he liked it, and he got really good at skateboarding as well. And then, but uh, I remember the first time seeing like a skateboard of that 
um, that real deal skateboard. That real deal skateboard of that same kind of caliper, but not quality. Like the same idea. Yeah. At like KB Toy Store or something like that in the mall, and I was just like, have it. and I was just like, what the fuck, dude? It instantly set me into like a, a, a tangent of being pissed about something that I loved that was watered down. Oh, it could have at KB Toys. Because it was at KB Toys. Oh, okay. And I was like, it's not a fucking toy. It's something you order, you take pleasure in, you take pride in skateboarding. Like, but now all of a sudden it's popular right yeah. now. So you fucking jump on that bandwagon and fucking take it out from under me. Yeah, skateboarding's popular and it always will be. Same as BMX and biking. It's like, I shouldn't get pissed about it. But I should get pissed that it's sold at KB Toy Stores with the shit that waters down stuff like that. Go to a skate shop and buy the fucking thing, right? Get the real trucks, get the bearings, get the wheels. Know your products. Yeah. And I mean, support those, like, those companies that started that, you know, those traditional companies. And they're doing and... it because the, I I, feel, I really feel that those people really love what they've they've done. You know, it's like trucks are steel or metal and it's hard to get that kind of design and shit. And there's people that were like pioneers of, of that kind of statement right and they're they're like really pressing the issue to make it yeah and to make it a good fucking quality all for some assholes like kb toy store to be like <laughs> we could do that let's make a thousand of these weird trucks that have no good bearings and their shit is terrible and when you do a ollie you fucking break the board yeah but i mean if you're a real skateboarder if you know what you're doing you're not gonna go to kb toys no, you know, I I'm mean, so I, guess, I guess people gotta start somewhere. Yeah, and it's, and it's cool that they've made skateboarding accessible. Yeah, to people that definitely, definitely, you know, and that's like, that, and that's the, the the thing that I had to like really come to terms with of like letting. go. I hear that you're letting like, go. Why I was like, oh, it's so lame. It's like mainstream now. Yeah, but, it's like, but I gotta let that go. That, you know, that's not why you like skateboarding. It's because you like skateboarding. Yeah, you know? it's because it's, it's a fucking awesome, fun yeah. thing, and it's a really balancey like technical sport really i mean now it's become a sport so it's it's pretty technical i believe it's uh maybe in the olympics now or it's about to be it might be an olympic sport no snowboarding is right and and that was around before skateboarding's been around since the 60s or whenever they they took surfing to skateboarding because they couldn't surf during the winter interesting yeah interesting Skateboarding's awesome, dude. I love it. I'm just not good at it anymore. No, I was never really good at it. No. I just liked it. It's just such a good sport. It's just such a like. There's people just like, especially like people like Tony Hawk, dude. He's just doing like a. He's like a. It's a ballet, dude. He's fucking riding that thing, and he's just gracefully killing these big air. Like you see, these guys go like a fucking thousand feet in the air off of this fucking vert ramp, and you're like, holy shit. Yeah. Like, Flying there, just flying. But that, my favorite, Massive. you know, that shit's cool. But like, I really like street. You know, street like, is. Amazing. I, I like seeing dudes just like bust tricks on like crazy weird like cement. You know, sidewalk blocks. You know, say the sidewalk's messed up, like a root's going through it, and they like yeah. Do, like, and that's the thing about it. It's like an obstacle. You're trying to get around it, right? So yeah. the obstacle is to to take your street board, ride it to work. And this is one of my friends, Scott, when he was coming to Rosencrown. You know, Scott, remember he was working. Yeah, he brings he brought his board every day because he would skate from downtown and he would do the same thing obstacles ollie over fucking the median yeah you're know, like something to get over the obstacle and get it out of my fucking way well, just yeah just kind of skate off of what you got not necessarily like you know skate park that's like right. pristine just kind of like you know it's a little grittier 
and it's more uh, it just doesn't you know, more thought put into the trick process which i think is cool you know yeah it still doesn't make it less dangerous or less impressive because no those agree, guys yeah. get fucking crazy air and they get launched in a different situation it's a totally different animal you know it's a you gotta yeah absolutely you go at it a different way like you you come down the vert dude and you're fucking hauling well, ass that's why that's an olympic sport you know yeah like, it should be it's, 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 like it should be. it's fucking it's crazy yeah those are guys those guys are real athletes like that's serious definitely serious those guys fucking work hard they practice every day they skate at least every day they're at risk like Anybody else too, like NFL players, of somebody uh, risk uh, damaging their brain. Those guys, I mean, yeah, but NFL players are like what fifty fifty chance they're gonna damage their brain. Uh-uh. No. <laughs> no, they have more than that. <laughs> Is it really? Yeah, eighty yeah. percent chance. Yes, it's <laughs> it's it's called something. I forget what it's called, but those guys hit each other in the head every single day. Yeah, but any any shock to your body that rattles your brain is some type of da- brain damage. Yeah, and I, I, I'm saying my point was that skateboarding is probably way safer than playing football. It might be, it's but it's still falling down is falling down, yeah. right? So you rattle yourself. But, but you're not guaranteed it's to hit your head graceful. every day skateboarding. Yes, and because. I say NFL or like football is probably a little worse. I'm gonna say it's a little worse. Yeah. <laughs> or boxing or boxing, you're get, yeah getting punched in the face. <laughs> it's probably not fucking any 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 sport where you're fighting UFC yeah. boxing and. Any of that? Yeah, hockey's pretty hardcore. Sport yeah, as well. What do you think about? What do you think about the new? Uh, are you into boxing at all or anything like that? Are you looking for? The, you know, I'm not really that Mayweather? big into it. You know, I just hear like the uh, social media hype about it. I really don't care that much. You know, I you ever think, see the Great White Hype? Um, it's been a long time, but yeah, we got to rewatch it. <laughs> I know what you're talking because about because of this fight. I want to watch it before I watch the fight because it's going to be hilarious. Well, it's like these guys are talking shit to each other and they're like totally smiling, like they're good friends. And they're just like, I don't know, it's almost like a show for publicity. It's, oh, dude, it's a money show for sure. Yeah. So, I mean. That's all yeah. that shit is, but they're real fighters. Yeah. They're both really good Big at what they do. Dudes. I would never fight one of those dudes. I would never fight one of those guys. <laughs> Conor, Conor McGregor is like probably as tall as I am, maybe. Guy would fuck knock it. me the fuck out. Yeah, he's a he's badass. He's jacked. He's fucking the man. So, he's got a box, right? It's a he boxing a box, match. Yeah, it's yeah. not a, a UFC fight. So. Mayweather's a badass, too. He's just a cocky black fucker, you know? He thinks he's like a rapper or something. Oh, totally. Uh, I think, so, my prediction is I I don't know who's going to win. I'm not going to throw that out there. I'm just going to say that. So, I think Mayweather is fast, right? Yeah. He's a boxer. He's a boxer. He's fast. He's probably one of the fastest people that we've seen in boxing. I mean, maybe besides Mike Tyson, because Mike Tyson, I feel like, would probably fuck of all boxers. I think Mike Tyson in his prime would knock the fuck out of anybody. I don't know if that's He's just savage. me, but he was this fucking beast. And you would just tremble in fear next to that guy. I got a story about Mike Tyson. Oh, go for it, Dave. What is it? So um, my uh, Kim's sister, Emily, my sister-in-law, mm-hmm. got married a couple years ago at the Fairmont in San Francisco. And me and Kim uh, come pulling up. We have a room there. And we come pulling up in our my, our 99 Camry. You know, it's kind of dirty. Shitty car. Shitty car. <laughs> it's the worst yeah. car ever. And... Um, I'm like kind of, I don't know, I'm kind of cranky and like a fucking shitty mood. And I'm getting all that stuff out of the car. I'm getting my backpack on to go in the hotel. And I have uh, one of the bell guys tap me on the shoulder. Like, Excuse me, sir. You mind uh, stepping out of the way so we can get past? And I'm like thinking to myself, shouldn't you be asking me like if you could help me with my bags? Like, I guess. And I go and I turn around and 
Mike Tyson standing right behind me holding, <laughs> holding the baby. What? Like, looking at me, and I was like, oh, hi. And he's like, how you doing? And I like, shut the door and, like, let him pass. And I yeah. was like, oh, that's why you guys were asking me. Just kind of put me in a different mind state. Cause right, because like, you're like, like what, what the fuck? fuck? Yeah, I turn around. And all like, of a sudden, you're like, oh. And there's a camera guy with like, Mike Tyson. I'm like, oh, hey. like <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's super cool. Any any else interaction or just that was it? So uh, uh, the next day, we had to take photos for the wedding. It was family photos. We're in the like, little lobby area of the hotel. And um, he's sitting up on his balcony like watching us take photos. Like He was like up. Just up at the top. Yeah. That's fucking chilling. cool, dude. I mean, I, yeah, it's Mike Tyson. He's fucking Mike Tyson, dude. You don't fuck with him. But I wasn't expecting him to stand there, like, right behind me. Holding the baby, like, yeah. yeah. You're not going like, to eat that baby, right? It's going to be fine. <laughs> Everything's cool. <laughs> it's my baby. It's not your it's baby. It's my baby. Not your baby, motherfucker. Nah, dude, he would... He, I guarantee... Uh, it felt like he was one of the people that if you got hit by Mike... Iron fucking Mike Tyson, you'd be out. Yeah. For life. <laughs> Sometimes. If you couldn't withstand that punch. But, uh, damage. But I think you know, Mayweather's fast. But I think... Conor McGregor can take a punch hard. Yeah. You know, I think Conor is a solid... He looks like... And he's been in some really crazy fights. I feel like he's the person who could take a really hard hit and just be like, nope, fuck you. I think I know more about Mayweather, to be honest, just because he's such a media whore, it seems like, you know. Yes, he's definitely a media whore. So I think that's why I know more about him and hear yeah. more about him. But Conor's on that way lit too now. He's the UFC media whore. Yeah, okay. You know, he's he, he's definitely badass, don't get me wrong. He's a motherfucker that will beat your ass, but he's a media whore as well. Like dressing really dressing really nice in tailored suits, being yeah, like, this you. motherfucker can't dress. You know, you're dressed like a... F- Why you're do you fucking have a 40. You yeah. You're dressing like a fucking teenager. You're 40. We had that pinstripe suit and said, like, fuck you. Yeah, yeah, on the, the fucking pinstripes. <laughs> fucking crazy, dude. Yeah. All right, well, you want to leave anything out into the world? Um, you know, if you want any screen printing done, you know, uh, hit up Golden Road Inc., our phone number is 510-252-9100 or email us at goldenroadprint at gmail.com. I'm Kyle. Uh, Joe, guys, I appreciate you having me. Fuck yeah. Do you guys ship all over the country? Uh, we do. We sent some stuff recently to Ohio. We have some stuff going out to Chicago. Cool. So you, you know, got your, na- your, your national, so get, <laughs> some, get some pricing in there and you're fucking good. Yeah. It's cool. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, cheers. Hey, Thanks for cheers, having me, man. Dude. Thanks for having hey, Thanks for coming. Um. Yeah. Thanks everybody for listening to the podcast, and uh, we will catch you next week. So enjoy. See ya. All right. That's it. Thanks everybody for tuning into the podcast. I want to thank Kyle Owsley. I want to thank all in the details our sponsor, uh, the Rosen Crown Palo Alto Ale Arsenal uh, San Carlos, uh, Alpha Acid Brewing Palo Alto Brewing. Any of those, uh, support your local breweries, support your local restaurants, support the locals. Uh, go to live music, fucking do all kinds of shit and have a good time. All right, live your life, enjoy your Friday, everyone, and uh, we'll I'll be back, uh, post another one on Tuesday uh, with my friend Steven, so we shall uh, uh, meet again. So I will see you later. Late. Late.